Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, that's right, everybody. Rob and Akiva need a podcast episode 179 face off time. How's it going, everybody? Rob Sesternino here, joined by my man Akiva, as always. Akiva, how are you? Can I just say, Rob, you sound great as always. Yeah. Uh huh. You know, I was drinking my lemon tea before I came on here. It was actually a peach tea. I could mm-hmm. drink peach tea for hours. Everyone knows that about uh-huh. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm really excited because we've got a very special guest for Renap this week. Of course, we're talking about the hit action movie Face Off in which Nicolas Cage and John Travolta switch faces. Uh, no one who enjoys Nicolas Cage more in the greater RHAP family than this guy. Let's bring him in. Coming to you live from a grocery store, it's Josh Wiggler. Hey, hey, uh, Akiva and Rob, how are you? I'm uh, very excited to talk about the face off. Uh, we'll mm-hmm. talk about first. We'll talk about the the face you need. That's the that's the first part. Mm-hmm. You need to talk about the 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 face, and then and then we're going to talk about the off. Mm-hmm. The both 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 parts. That's right. Uh, the yeah, and then we that maybe we'll face on. Yeah. But mm-hmm. we will fa- we will do all of the 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 many the many faces uh, that uh, there was a uh, once a guy in Westeros that mm-hmm. uh, he had a million faces never that oh. didn't really ever get explained. Classic Wiggler can't stop talking about Game of Thrones even mm-hmm. when it's not on. That's mm-hmm. how you know that that's Josh Wiggler on the line. Yep. Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I thought it was the many face. That guy had a million faces. It's a lot of faces. <laughs> he had a lot of faces. He had a lot of faces. He could like put. They never explained how many. He in had addition a lot to, like, of faces, but a man has no name. I think was the way that mm-hmm. that broke down. No yeah. name. 
No mm-hmm. name. Yeah. No name 26. That was my AOL uh, screen name back in the day. What was it? <laughs> no name 26. Wow. Uh, yeah, I couldn't think of a name when they're like, what, what do you want your name to be in like 1997? Yeah. I definitely yeah. was trying not to interact with you in any AOL chat rooms. Uh, stay away yeah. from that guy. I, I like no, that why? you, you were trying to like preserve your identity, but also <laughs> giving away like your birth date. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you're, you're asking to be caught. Time out. Time out. I wasn't, I wasn't protecting my identity. No one had the real name in the late 90s on AOL. It was considered like nobody did it. It was advised not to even. Speak for yourself. I got Rob Sester Nino 26 uh, <laughs> when I was back on AOL. There's no way that would have been available yeah. by, I guess, by, you know, 97 it would have been yeah. available. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 I used to have to type in that ASLN to tell me uh-huh. your age, sex, uh, location, and name. And name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because nobody used their real name. No. Yeah, and then um, people thought that you were Aslan from the Chronicles of Narnia. Oh no, I definitely just added myself as Josh Wiggler. Oh no, <laughs> we had them uh, fooled. The, the we had up. it. We had them. We had them fooled for so long, and now you blew it. Uh, Josh, oh, what man. an honor to have Rob you would back never here. Do Narnia. <laughs> never, do Narnia. never, never. Yeah, uh, such an honor to have you here uh, back to talk about another. 90s movie on Renap. Yeah, uh, a strange beat that's forming over here. Although I think like, uh, you know, the Super Mario movie, whether you're going to call, I don't think you can really call that a cult classic, probably ultimately because it is just so reviled. Um, Face Off is like, yeah, uh, maybe a cult classic, but it is it, like, it's a pretty big cult. Drop the cult, uh, keep the classic. I think mm. that's right. I think that's right. This is a, a highly beloved film. Uh, mm-hmm. this is an, abs- an absolute masterpiece, uh, of the, of the Nicolas Cage action movie Au revoir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you know you're in the Renap Five Timers Club? Whoa, really? Is this my fifth time? You might. This might even be your sixth. I don't know. Oh Someone made gosh. a list, and you were you were in the Five Timers Club. Do already. guest appearance? Like do like uh, like game appearances count? Like if I'm like I, uh, if like it's like a full episode on, like, game singer? I think yes. I think yes. Yeah. I think that does count. It's uh, uh, it's an argument, but I think it counts. That doesn't feel right to me. Like, I don't think I don't that think counts, but I think if you're like count. if you're on the episode yeah. the whole time, I think it counts. But I don't think the master yeah. Napper counts. Do I get half credit if I if I dip before mailbag and then that? Yeah, yeah, you still get credit. That's a credit. whole appearance. That's okay. a whole appearance. Okay. Yeah, okay. we don't we don't hold that against people. Well, what an honor to be a part of the five off uh, club. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah, you get a hat eventually. Oh gosh, five you know you know I love a hat. This is great news. Mm-hmm. You, you don't really get a hat. No, you get a hat. I just yeah. have to set. I gotta. I'll. You know. He just has to Josh, send them. Yeah, I just have to send you them. The, you get them. He just has to get get them. And, Josh, and have you not gotten you. your hat yet? No, yeah. I haven't got my hat. You yet, must have given me the wrong address. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'll, I'll contact you after the. If it's not too late, could you actually, instead of giving me a hat, could you just get me like a cardboard printout of Rob's face that I could then wear over my face on my no, next? T Bird already asked for that uh, a while uh, back, and then I don't even know what she was used that for. Oh, that's terrifying. Um, I think she like, flies that's just with like that. out there, sort of like a cliffhanger. You don't know what she's doing with the face. She used yet. it in one of her hype videos uh, mm-hmm. that T Bird makes like a pretty, uh, like, huge production, like, hype video for every podcast that she does. It's yeah. really amazing. Uh, yeah, as much does. it makes us look pretty like big dummies and lazy mm-hmm. people when, you know, yeah. our podcast, I never make any videos like, hey, this week we're watching, you know, the Super Mario <laughs> yeah. movie and 
no video at all. She really should be on TikTok. I don't know what she's doing. I mean, uh, like, uh, tell her to like get on the right platform. TikTok T Bird is it writes itself. Yeah, <laughs> that's TikTok absolutely T-Bird. a thing that absolutely has to happen. Hundred yeah. percent. Uh, Akiva, we haven't mentioned yeah. where I am recording. Yeah, this we buried the lead. Yet. We yeah. buried the lead, and we don't mean. Nick Travolta, Nick Cage, and John Travolta. No, they're still alive as of this recording. We have not buried either of them yet, uh, nor have we dragged them uh, over the course of talking about this movie. Uh, we probably, I mean, I mentioned it very quickly uh, that Josh Wiggler coming to you live from a grocery store is half true. <laughs> Part of it was mm-hmm. true. Yeah. What's going on, Rob? So, How are you doing? What, where's, what's your setup like today? So, yeah, here's my setup. Okay. As of, it is uh, currently uh, Saturday at 3.30 p.m. Eastern time. And mm-hmm. uh, around uh, 6.30 last night, I lost internet at my house. And I live, uh, for people who follow the show closely, uh, that I live in the woods. And I have no cell service at my house. And so... I have been uh, without internet service. I uh, was able to drive to a location to watch this film on uh, my phone earlier today. And yeah. currently, I am set up outside of my local Wegmans uh, <laughs> and using the Wegmans Wi-Fi. you take a Wi-Fi. picture for the listeners? Yeah, I, I just sent it to <laughs> you on WhatsApp, Akiva. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, listen, I'm focused fully on the podcast. I'm not checking mm-hmm. my yeah. my other yeah. platforms. Maybe I'll here. put an Instagram story out there uh, about good. that. This but yeah, good. so uh, I can give you the updates of uh, any of the shoppers coming in and out. And uh, can we have you a couple? You think you could get a shopper on the on the on the podcast with us? I don't know. Ooh. I don't no, know. This is good. This is like some live the on end. the ground field. Maybe at the recording. end, we'll try it in the mail. Oh, well, what about okay. we got a mailbag pitch from them? So uh, yeah, so cool. I am wearing a Renap, my Renap T-shirt also. So yep. maybe if there's a Renap listener that comes along, I will bring them in live and, and see if they have a mailbag pitch. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I don't want to harass any of the people and get potentially banned from my local haunt, my the, the Wegmans <laughs> that I go to uh, a couple times a week. This is why the face-off technology would be so useful to have IRL, because you could mm-hmm. just show up to your local Wegmans right now in sort of your disjointed Wi-Fi situation wearing my face, mm-hmm. and then you'd get kicked out for like haranguing the customers and trying to get yeah. them on the podcast. Yeah, who cares? But it would just be Josh. They would never know it was you. Josh, in 2022, a face-off would be so impractical because mm. you could not unlock your iPhone. True. Yeah, Think about that's it. a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, you yeah. have to type in the the pin code every. Oh, single I don't time. use face technology. I use um, I use the fingerprint, but I guess that's an Android. Oh, okay. Well, is the fingerprint ask- back? Does the Android does the Android use the facial scan? Because then I do think an, an instrumental part of this is like just get an Android or a mm-hmm. non iPhone phone. Hmm. Because you will be, I think that's a great point. You will get busted. Uh, you don't want that. That's not. Can good. we get Rob something from the Wegmans? Can we like DoorDash something to like right outside? Yeah. The store? Why, I would love yeah to do why that. would Why would you DoorDash? You have the Wegmans is right here. Yeah. Well, I'm saying like we we. How are you going to go? You're going to like leave your. We could your, order something for. Rob I mean, I, I'm, a, hey, I'm on Wi-Fi, baby. Like, uh, I can go right. Oh, so in. Do you want to go in? Like, can we send you in the store. Uh, I think you get arrested. Yeah, I think. You think they have Coke Zero in there? I, I mean, it is a Wegmans. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I have a thought. I have a thought. I, I feel like we could order a pickup order for you at the local Wegmans. You can mm-hmm. get up at some point during the podcast, put your mm-hmm. camera on and put mm-hmm. ours on as mm-hmm. well. Uh, and then like you can go into the store and uh, get your pickup order. And if anybody like shows up to like take your computer, Akiva and oh, I we're will just, like, point at the screen and like, yeah. shame, no. shame, we see yeah. your face. Yeah. Yeah. As long as they don't close the laptop, yeah. uh, they will be very shamed. Yeah. yeah. But why don't we get into the, the, the face-off of it all? 
Mm-hmm. Um, can I ask how this happened? How did Face Off end up on the wheel? Does it? Do I understand, Rob? You've never seen it until today. I had never seen it before uh, today. Keith, had you seen it? Yeah, yeah, I I definitely seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it well, was, my to me, wife it was like tried a- to say to me like like oh we've seen that. I'm like uh, I haven't. She's like yes what we did. We saw it. I'm like I'm like uh, that. Well, that wasn't me. I don't know who you no, watched. No. Face different, off with. A different person wearing Rob's face. Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. There yeah. might be a lot of people out there with the Rob Sesternino cardboard face cut out. This is Perhaps. scary now. Yeah, yeah. this is a frightening That's frightening gaslighting. Watching yes, movies was all they did with my wife. Yeah, we watched. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah, oh no! Like, uh, look, trust me, that wearing my face, uh, not the right move. Uh oh. <laughs> okay. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, so oh, I've seen gosh. it, and Rob, Rob is usually pretty good at having seen classic '90s stuff. So I was a little surprised, but you know, everyone has blind spots. And what were you Rob doing? Never... In, uh, what was it? '90s. Well, Rob, have you seen Con Air and the Rock? No, I haven't the seen rest... Con Air. I-, I saw the Rock. I didn't see Con Air, oh, and I know this is like gosh. the the big the big uh, Nick Cage, Josh Wiggler classics. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah. listen, I'm uh, I'm already under fire for we did a uh, we did the top ten Nicholas Cage movies of all time for post show recaps a couple of months ago uh, in anticipation of the unbearable weight of massive talent which is the Nicolas okay. Cage movie where Nicolas Cage plays Nicolas Cage uh, and it's very very steeped in the lore of Face Off and Con Air and The Rock um, all movies that I am uh, intimately familiar with I would actually say of those three Face Off is third position for me personally uh, but they're all okay, great in their own right well Rob's they're never all... seen Con Air so if this goes well we could watch I mean, Con Air I with do, them I do feel like you gotta complete the trilogy but also, I mm-hmm. haven't seen Raising Arizona, and I got yelled at really hard for that. Oh it's, my god! And I, yeah. still, and I still haven't fixed that. I still haven't mm-hmm. fixed that. So I'm not yeah, here Bone to throw stones. Are you interested in ranking the top John or Travolta Bones. movies of all time? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> no. No interest. None. Mm-mm. No, uh, that might be. Not. I think that might be a fun list, Akiva. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be fun. It's funny because Josh is a is a Cage fan. And I'll say right off the bat, I've always liked Travolta better than Nicolas Cage. Oh, I interesting. This. I love this. Uh, what's your big John Travolta thing? Like, what is it about Travolta that gives well, you chills? They're multiplying. Well, Josh, <laughs> I don't know if you know this yeah, about well me, done. but I'm a huge Welcome Back Cotter fan. Oh, yeah. So I'm like true. an OG. I mean, it's well before I was born, but an OG, yes. you know, Travolta guy yeah. from his original, like, starring role. Yeah, I never yeah, did one of my favorite shows. Vinnie Barbarino guy. Vinnie yeah. Barbarino, that's my guy. That's my that's my guy. That's I, his name, Vinnie Barbarino. Yeah, Vinnie Barbarino. Yeah, uh-huh. up your nose with a rubber hose, Josh. <laughs> Is that yeah. what he says? Yeah, yeah, that's the line, like, in the, that's like a yeah, that's the catchphrase from the show. Up your nose with yeah. a rubber hose. Yeah, uh, Akiva, I feel like Gabe Kaplan used to come up uh, far more on the Seinfeld post show recap, mm-hmm. and I don't know why. I don't know why either. He was never on Seinfeld, but um, <laughs> yeah, he he hasn't come up recently. Do you think yeah. that you two, uh, now that you're on, uh, you're long on the other side of the Seinfeld podcast, and I know that there was once upon a time some Bubble Boys talk. Uh, mm. But if you were Almost ever, ago. if you were ever to, if you were ever to deign entertain the conversation of doing another episodic television recap, what about Welcome Back, Welcome Back, Cotter? Would you like, do like a full welcome back Cotter deep dive? I think like I'm trying to think if we could get ten listeners for that. 
probably. <laughs> we have a, get 10, a quorum. Get 10. We have a minion of a, listeners. A few that. people will just lazily like download the episode because they're not going to unsubscribe from the feed. Uh, they'll never listen, but your downloads yeah. will be okay. I well, think I we think can get Gabe Kaplan at least like once a season on that. Yeah. To be honest. And really, yeah. the problem with that, Josh, is that our key demo, I don't think, knows how to download a podcast. Yeah, it's true. It's at that true. point, yeah. <laughs> difficult. That's tough. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah. All right. Well, what are we, what are we going to do here? And we should maybe we should have had a production meeting uh, before the podcast. Well, uh, you were, you know, driving you were Ed Wegman. I had a <laughs> you were picking up strawberries anybody, or something. If anybody, and I'm talking to you, Renap subreddit, if anybody ever questions my dedication to this mm-hmm. podcast, yeah. ever, yeah. ever yeah. again, yeah. would have been so sit- easy. I'm for this sitting guy. at a Wegman's <laughs> and uh, check the check the temperature right now. Okay, it's not uh, what is it? Yeah. I mean, it's it's over ninety degrees outside, and I don't Jeez. even want to hazard to guess the humidity. Rob, would yeah. you say that you're currently sweating your wait for it face off? Yeah, not yet, not yet. Well, huh? I, am in, I am I am in the shade, but if the sun <laughs> ends up in an unfavorable <laughs> position, that uh-huh. could the computer could overheat. Could uh, many face off. Yeah, but mm-hmm. anyway, so. Are we doing like a straight up recap, or are we going to talk about so. like what was the, the plausibility, implausibility of the I film? I think all of that, every all of the above. I think we should start with like your yeah. takes, and we should go over the movie and explain it to people who have never seen it. And yeah. I do just want to now that the full room is assembled, I do just want to pitch what I pitched uh, previously to Akiva before we started. Is like, should we just like scrap talking about Face Off and have the podcast be a Face Off podcast that accidentally switches with Supermarket Sweep? Uh, and just oh, face off! But it's yeah, what? Yeah, what if we gave podcast. you like? Yeah, could you? If we gave you sixty seconds, do you think you could buy? You know, a hundred dollars worth of groceries. Actually, um, now that would be very easy. Very yeah. easy. <laughs> <laughs> Grab like one item off the shelf. You could go to the express line. Everything mm-hmm. costs a hundred dollars now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Um. Uh, you know, let, let, let's uh, maybe save the supermarket hijinks okay. right for the end, just in case I get arrested and yeah, then okay, uh, nice. the, the whole rest of the podcast in the can. Mm-hmm. All right. You want to do like a tight 30 on face off then? And then and that like, being said, yeah, yeah. If, if I do get arrested, I feel like I think I can break my way out of the jail if necessary. Yeah. After oh, watching nice. the film. They're yeah. not yeah. going to have you know like the riot. boots uh, where you're where you're at. I don't think so you're mm-hmm. gonna be fine. Yes. You'll be all right. Can we start off with does does face off take place in an alternate universe? Huh, this is a good question. I think the answer to this has to be yes. Uh, why? <laughs> why do you think it's yes? I'm curious because why. Because Akiba, it's 1997, and with yeah. lasers, they're growing ears in Petri dishes uh, that they're going to apply to a guy who just got his ear <laughs> shot off. Um, we're also dealing with people who have their faces surgically removed and placed on each other's faces. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't and you're saying think you couldn't in do that now? they're doing that. They can do it now for sure. Oh. Face Off is absolutely so. You think this movie's like 2022? Basically. Yes, yes. I think that Face Off, um, like it's it's like aspirational future stuff, which like it's kind of impressive how much they did call accurately mm-hmm. as to where the science would go. But mm-hmm. in 1997, like we don't have the ability to like modify people's jaw lines and like uh, restore their jaw lines is probably the most impressive part. You know, getting John Travolta down to Nicolas Cage is like nothing, but getting Nicolas Cage back up to John Travolta is like a feat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, just the body sculpt thing that I went can, on. Totally I can answer different. Rob's question a little bit. Yeah. So John Woo, the great John Woo, who directed this movie, who worked with Nicolas Cage a bunch, Broken Arrow. Yeah, uh, Broken uh, Arrow is a uh, is a that's a classic John Travolta movie. I mean, Broken Arrow, I think is excuse me, John Travolta, not not oh, he worked he worked with both of them oops. a bunch. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, well, anyway, just, I don't mean to correct the, the Checkers the are podcast. gonna have a field day with that one. You know, you come out you're saying you're a John Travolta <laughs> fan, and you don't get that it broken arrow is like yeah, John so, Travolta's best. More role. like stolen valor for John yeah. Travolta. <laughs> anyway, yeah. um, the movie was written as a futuristic movie, and Wu John Wu wanted to make it um, a present movie, so I think he probably kept in the face-off part, playing it straight up. But the you know the rest of the movie takes place in 1997. But like that aspect was supposed to be futuristic. I think that's the answer. Interesting. Um, because well, it's, it's think, not played as as a yeah. future year at all. There's nothing. There's no flying cars. You know. There's no nothing futuristic outside of that. There's mm-hmm. a there's like a great tension underneath that of like, um, yeah, this is like a future concept, but I don't want to make a future movie. And so like mm-hmm. you just like you just like completely take out this like scientific, uh, you know, plot line, like this really like sci fi storyline of uh, mapping someone's face onto another person's head uh, that, like, totally doesn't make sense at all, and then just, like, trying to fit that into the world of 1997. Uh, Like, these two things, like, mix together very awkwardly, but I also think that, like, the severe 90s-ness of Face Off is such an important part of why Mm -hmm. this movie is, like, utterly ridiculous and a total ride to go through. I do think that they could have like uh, covered this up plot wise and said that this is like part of like a secret government program that they have and the public isn't aware. But they just made it like, oh, this is like the top plastic surgeon that's out there right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's a real shame what happens to that guy, too. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. uh, Killed for being an expert in his field. Did mm-hmm. I spoil it? Or are we? We're, I, mean, I think I this is full spoilers. It, right? I think yeah. full spoilers. We'll spoil uh, the entire. Somebody film. is 19 minutes into this podcast and then complains that we spoiled yeah. Face Off for them. Wait a minute! Mm-hmm. You're saying that Nicolas Cage and John Travolta swap faces in the movie? You just said that without a spoiler warning. Yeah. One of my serious. <laughs> one of my favorite facts is that the the movie is spelled Face Slash Off, right? Yes. Backlash. Yeah. Why is that? Why because is that? John Wu. Did not want people to think it was a hockey movie. Yeah, <laughs> so oh. we put that in there. Well, the slash so it wouldn't is very be like, helpful for that. It wouldn't be yeah. face off because otherwise everyone would assume they were going to basically the sudden death too, or you know the mighty sudden Ducks death four or would be a good name for this movie also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not, not as good as face. A lot of sudden deaths. Yeah. Spoiled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. The what, face slash off that, that that's mm-hmm. the, then you would never think it was a hockey movie. No, no, because I'm sure you thought the whole week we we're going to watch some some puck. This yeah. week yeah. on on Renette. did you not have one about really no sports at all in this into? movie? Yeah, did you, did you have any sense of what Face Off was coming into Face Off, and how did like your expectations meet reality mm-hmm. when you watched Face Off and on your phone at a pool when you yes. were searching for Wi Fi? Uh, no, for me, I, I I think I pretty much understood what I was getting into. Um, I feel like that maybe I was not expecting quite as uh, as a much uh major action in the film i feel like that mm-hmm. sort of like the uh like the action sequences were probably bigger than i and then i anticipated but you know i'm not a huge action guy i much preferred uh the parts of the film that were dealing with the practicalities of the faces off mm-hmm. yeah yes that was uh, you know to me uh that was more interesting uh and thought provoking than you know 1997's biggest action sequences. Yeah, with like doves being released into an open air arena with two people fighting each other with two guns in hand, John mm-hmm. Woo's signature style. That mm-hmm. just wasn't as much your jam 
as like what it might be like existentially yes. to like wear your worst enemy's face around uh, and have everyone not believe that you are who you actually are and you actually start to become your worst enemy kind of. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I much enjoyed that part of the film. Yeah. Now, Josh, you didn't watch this movie when it came out. I assume you're a little too young, right? No, I absolutely did. I absolutely yeah. did. Uh, as I often uh, say, Terminator 2, watched that in theaters, way too young to see Terminator 2 mm-hmm. in theaters. But like at that point, Genie was out of the bottle. There was just like no world where my parents could like refute mm-hmm. that I can now go and see R-rated movies. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, I for sure saw Face Off when it came out, 100%. Was it rated R or was it a PG-13? Oh, uh, no, this is a rated R. I mean, I gotta think this, this is rated this, R. This is a very yeah. rated R movie. Yeah, gotta uh, imagine it's an R. Uh, but yeah, Troy kills twenty people. The, um, the, there's there's a possibility, a strong possibility, I would say that like it was like a blockbuster rental uh, as opposed to a theatrical viewing. Um, mm-hmm. But I definitely watched it very close to when Face Off came in the first year. Yeah. So yeah, I uh, yeah. So I I remember this came out between uh, after eighth grade for me, but before ninth grade started, and I remember like a couple of my friends. Like we were always quoting this movie. There was a lot of there was a lot of like no more drugs for that man. That was a popular line, and like <laughs> whoa the the idea that uh, you know like Nicolas Cage has this like briefcase with like um, Tic Tacs or whatever is in there, and like guns chiclets. and chiclets, and like he was like the coolest guy in the world. Like you know all like the punks really loved uh, in as many you know punks as I was hanging out with between eighth and ninth grade in my Jewish summer camp or whatever. Like yeah the the you know like thought he was the coolest person in the world and we're constantly quoting Nicolas Cage the whole the whole summer even though again oh, I see I thought you were talking about guy. the punks that like were of the underworld that worked for Nicolas Cage thought he was cool because he had a briefcase with chiclets well them them too yeah but yeah so I it was really like you know pretty culturally like Nicolas Cage was like the coolest guy in the world in in this movie with the tiny sunglasses. Very well, this, tiny. Was a, this was a huge Nicolas Cage moment uh, that we're in with Face Off because Con Air's got to be, if not ninety seven, real the same close. month. They come out the same yeah. month, I think. Which yeah. is not. Uh, mm-hmm. He has like a, a summer really, of Cage. Uh, it was a summer of Cage. He has a really wild moment because The Rock is shortly. Yeah. Before, I think The Rock is ninety six, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I do think that like there is this like action, like he's a he's an Oscar winning actor at this point. Uh, and you know, Nicholas Cage in a lot of interviews, I think like, uh, we'll talk about how, yeah. you know, just he, he's, he's maybe people don't know he's re- related to Francis Ford Coppola. He comes from the Coppola line. Uh, oh. and, like he could have, you know, very easily just been like, uh, like grandfathered into Hollywood and like, who knows, like probably a decent amount of that for sure. Uh, but he talks sure a lot just about a coincidence. How, yeah. He wants <laughs> to make his own mark, right? Like he mm-hmm. tried, he's like trying to do his own thing. And I think like he moves into like this very different um, vibe for a little while here in the late 90s where he's like really in on uh, extremely ridiculous Bruckheimer, Michael Bay style R rated action. Uh, And uh, in in this movie, like in the two previous movies in The Rock, he's sort of like a hapless action hero. That's my favorite version of Nicolas Cage. I think in Con Air, he's just like an undeniable action hero. He's like he's like a he's like a paladin hearted, uh, misunderstood ex-con who just wants to go and see his daughter and give her a bunny. Uh, and he's like a true blue good guy. And then in this, he is like sort of uh, he's sort of like he's he's that. But he's also like the supervillain. So like Nicolas Cage gets to do like his extreme Nicolas Cage thing in this movie. 
that I think makes this like if you're trying to see like which of these movies is the best movie or which of these movies is the best Nicolas Cage movie. I think that Face Off does have the argument in its favor that it's Nicolas Cage at his most versatile because he's playing Caster Troy at the start of the movie, who is like mm-hmm. an absolutely insane uh, like Joker style maniac who's doing terrifying, terrible things. And then he's like a really sad and weepy Sean Archer for the yeah. second half of the movie. And he's like the straight man all of a sudden. And John mm-hmm. Travolta, Kiva's favorite actor, gets to really go wild. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know if Rob knows show. this. And yeah. It might blow his mind. Okay. Neither Cage nor Travolta was nominated or won Best Actor for this movie. Sucks, for this? Yeah. yeah. That sucks. Yeah. They, I mean, obviously, it should have been, you know, a, a mano a mano race there. Sure. Sure. They oh, probably should have like, uh, been uh, like co-nominated. Like, right. Uh, you know, right. Like I don't that. even know like who was you know like who yeah, should like yeah. a you know the, sort of like an Olsen twins of like yes. uh, two people playing the same part. Yeah. Indistinguishable yeah. from one another. Indistinguishable. Okay, so <laughs> you, we talked about how the, these uh, this film and also Con Air came out uh, both in the summer of 1997, uh, mm-hmm. and maybe it was the summer of Cage in 1997. Uh, but uh, we are here. We are, you know, tw- 25 years later in the summer of 2022. So it is 25 years since fa- uh, since the epic face off but wow uh, it, it, we're, so we're many days away days away from the exact 25th mm-hmm. anniversary of face off uh, but so many parallels to that summer of uh, 1997 of course uh, also in the summer of 1997 was the lost world as uh, another mm-hmm. jurassic mm-hmm. world is opening up here uh, last weekend interestingly mm-hmm. uh, both men in black and G.I. Jane came out in the summer of 1997. Oh, uh, yeah, no reason mm-hmm. why those two things are linked. And mm-hmm. then uh, Akiva also Speed 2 Cruise Control also the summer Ooh, love of that. 1997. <laughs> so much, so much cool. fun. Josh, uh, you know, we recap, we recap the uh, Speed 1 and 2 recently. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to dig into it, but I hope that you had a lot to say about Willem Dafoe and the leeches. The leeches. No, we <laughs> talked about the leeches. Yeah. yeah, we were this we were really, kind of annoyed. A really weird character note for Will yeah, Dafoe. weird yeah. weird character trait. We were we were kind of annoyed he didn't kill anybody with the leeches. Yeah, yeah. that felt like Chekhov's leeches. That never. That's what we, I think Rob said. said that yeah. the they're podcast. probably waiting for Speed Three uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. to bring the leeches. They're playing back. the long game. The Speed Riders are playing right. the long game. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. long term story. Speed Three, and I know that you've already done that. Uh, is Jason Patrick's character got one of the Willem Dafoe leeches on him. Oh, and mm-hmm. uh, as a result, like over the course of 25 or so years, that leech infuses him with Willem Dafoe's actual personality. Yeah, kind of like a Star Trek II Wrath of Khan oh, sort of situation. In, yeah. yeah. Keanu's the yes. good guy yes. in three? When we bring Keanu oh, back. I like it. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, yeah, and we yeah. roast this guy. I'm one of those Star Wars him. guys camping out. You know, yeah, yeah, we burn Jason Patrick to the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was one of our ideas, basically, where uh, that is uh, not to recap that whole podcast where uh, Sandra and Keanu got back together and Jason Patrick is jilted. Uh, and then that's is a good the idea guy. Too. Yeah. Um, but do you think going... that a face off between Keanu Reeves and Jason Patrick would have worked better, no. more plausibly no. than John Travolta and Nicolas Cage? I, yeah. I, I, nobody cares enough about Jason yeah. Patrick. Yeah. So sad for Jason Patrick. Right, can I ask? So, if, if 1997 was the summer of Cage, Akiva, mm-hmm. you have your finger on the pulse. Uh, yeah. Who is having the summer of 2022? Question. I mean, I think it's still a little open ended. Yeah. Um, summer of 2022. 
Is it Josh Wiggler? Could I mean, it, me. could, it definitely could be. It summer be hasn't me. even started. We're still a couple days away. Who is could like the me. person of the summer? Mm. I, don't, I mean, that's a good question. Well, let's keep it. Let's let the listeners uh, weigh in. Yeah, we got, we got three months for people to for people to weigh in. Maybe that's people who we should give that, the generation uh, award to. Yeah, uh, people love the person the who's the, yeah. We could do that. Maybe it's, yeah. Maybe you think it's gonna be Tom Cruise? <laughs> wow. Yeah. In twenty twenty two. He brought movie theaters back. Him and Nicole Kidman, ironically enough. Uh, two of them. Interestingly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Right, so we'll keep so, an eye on that. Josh, Rob, yeah. can you can you maybe like give us a little bit of a, you know, a recap, a summary of the movie, and we could get into the stuff we want to get into. I'd like to, to hear your take on, uh, on you know, what happened in this, this film. This is a good... My, I, I would love to just like yes and that too. So Nicolas Cage is the star of Gone in 60 Seconds. Rob, mm-hmm. do you think that you could rob in sixty seconds? Explain uh, what happens in Face Off. Yeah, yeah. Let me see. Let me just open up my. You, you want to have a timer and then you check me. I've got. I can have my eye on the, on on the timer. Uh, we could start in yeah. like fifteen seconds and then we'll be in like okay. a really perfect spot. Right. So you can I, like start I, like that. warming I, up. Okay. Mouth exercises if you want. Just I'm, like, good. Do, like, I'm good, but I'm not going to remember any character names. Okay. That's totally yeah. fine. You could just talk about. Okay. We can get into the character names. Okay. All right. Tell me when. Tell me when. Um. Go. Okay, John Travolta had a kid that got shot by uh, Nick Cage with a sniper rifle. Not really sure uh, why he uh, did that, but he had a thing against John Travolta. John Travolta, very upset. You know, he lost his kid. Uh, He makes it his uh, life's work to take down Nick Cage. He almost gets him, uh, but there's like a terrorist plot that they still have to uncover. So while Nick Cage is uh, seemingly apprehended, he's in a coma. They say, okay, you're going to go deep undercover, Donnie Brasco style, and you are going to go ahead and they're going to put his face on you. So you go into the jail, but he goes into the jail unbeknowingly uh, to Travolta. Nick Cage wakes up from the coma, then puts Travolta's face back on and then lives his life as Travolta as the cop and then makes sure that Nick Cage was never going to get out. Nick Cage breaks out of the jail that he's really John Travolta and gets back and comes in thwarts John Travolta, who is playing the Nick Cage character. Nick. Okay, mm-hmm. in under the wire. We had we had a yada yada like yada, the yada, last the third back, of the, the back yeah. half. But you I mean, get but it. I think that that's right. I think that you can yada yada the back half. Like a lot of that is just like fun, ridiculous moments of having these two actors playing uh the other actor's original character. Uh, yeah. And inevitably it works out that uh well, who really wins Akiva? Nicolas Cage or Nicolas Cage? It's hard to say. Yeah. It is, you know what's amazing? I mean, first of all, it's one of my favorite Wikipedias to read because the F it's like Archer is Troy. Troy is Archer. Like, it's very yeah. confusing to read. If you just, if you're one of these Wikipedia people that just like doesn't watch the movie and tries to figure out what's happening, it's pretty confusing. I don't know if Rob, if you were confused at any point. I think also like, the idea was I that confused or were people confused yeah. by my, description? were you confused? No, you're confused. I was never confused was the whole movie. Yeah. I love the idea that like John Travolta has this like huge surgery and then and then and then Nicolas Cage just shows up like, oh, yeah, now yeah. everyone can get the surgery. He just shows up as John Travolta at one point. Um, in the movie. Mm-hmm. I think that the part where Nicolas Cage uh, wakes up from the coma after Nicolas Cage's face has been put onto John Travolta, turning John Travolta in, into Nicolas Cage. And then Nicolas Cage is wearing uh, his own faceless face, and you see his like faceless face reflection in the surgeon's yeah, yeah. glasses. 
is uh, one that of was those done very images that yeah. I'll never I'll never get rid of. They do a lot of uh, tasteful, like sort of like blurred out looks at the faceless face. It's a tasteful movie. If I if yeah. like this one very tasteful, yeah, taste off, film. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, taste off. We could do that at the store that you're at. Yeah, we could do a taste off right now. Wegman has like five yogurt bakery. Josh, highly recommend. Of course, yeah, I love a Wegman's. Um, Rob, I do actually have a related question. What did the denizens of Wegman's think of you talking about? Face off uh, when you did that in sixty seconds. Was anyone looking at you, strangers? Nobody's just looking at what me. Is, yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. It's you know pretty uh, like vacant over here. No one's looked at you yet. No, I mean um, you know it's uh, seemingly not. If they are, they're doing it very uh, very slyly. Okay. If Maybe anybody comes eye. up to you, say, "How about those prices?" Huh? I feel like that's very topical. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe. I'm, I'm Maybe. doing a podcast to pay for groceries. You tell them. Yeah, it's <laughs> a good call. Man, I, was, I have to tell them that, like, if anybody comes over here from the store, we'll just say that this is like a supermarket review podcast, and mm-hmm. so then they'll be afraid to give me the business if they hear that. That would I'm be about good. Supermarket review podcast. Yeah, come down. Tell us what you think about Wegmans. That's good. You said mm-hmm. you weren't going to get into the name, so Travolta is Sean Archer, but more interestingly, yeah. Nicholas Cage originally, uh, in before he switches faces, is Caster Troy, a great yeah. sort of like villainous movie name, and his brother. Is Pollux Troy P O L L U X? I think I think lost in the shuffle of like sort of like the grander umbrella view of Face Off. Like the first things that come to mind in Face Off is that this is the movie where John Travolta and Nicolas Cage wear each other's faces. Okay, fair, totally understandable that that's the first thing that comes to mind. But I think then you're missing two other really important salient points. One, this is also a movie where there's a prison where people wear magnet boots, and I think we should Mm -hmm. talk about that. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is that secretly the best performance and character in this entire movie is Alessandro Nivola as Pollux Troy. Um, this is a man who just goes, I'm Pollux Troy and I just have a nasty little secret. I just have a tiny little dirty secret that I don't want to tell you about. He does this weird little like puckish, strange little goblin thing that makes him like the weirdest character in this movie, which mm-hmm. should not be possible when you have John Travolta and Nicolas Cage wearing each other's faces. Yeah. They should be the weirdest characters in the movie. Now, you said that Pollux Troy has a secret, Josh, and I, I think I know what it is. Oh, yeah? What's that? <laughs> I think that, like Akiva, I don't think Pollux Troy can tie shoes. <laughs> oh, that's right. Nicholas Cage sh- ties his shoes for him in the movie. That's yeah, true. Is, is, Akiva, is that like what Mara has to do in the morning? Oh, my God. <laughs> Look at this guy. Take him to Wegmans one. He's roasting people. <laughs> oh, man. Did you know, uh, Rob, that Pollux Troy is uh, Dickie Moltisante from The Many Saints of Newark? Oh, I had no Same- idea. Same guy. And let me tell you something else that uh, Pollux Troy also appears as one of the most important main characters in Jurassic Park 3. Uh, to bring this back oh, to another wait, Jurassic Park. When you Park say Jura- Jura- it's a Jurassic Park. The first three or the uh, second the th- three? Yeah. The, the first third three. Or the, the first time they did a Jurassic Park 3, he was, uh, he was like Sam Neill's like assistant. And he's like briefly a traitor. I'm spoiling it. He's like briefly mm-hmm. a traitor. And then at the end, he's like, I've had a change of heart. I shouldn't have been a bad guy. Does he, he always whisper? Right. No, no, no. He doesn't whisper. I just like to imagine. He wasn't that. whispering in uh, Many Saints of Newark. No. He was hamming it, was it up. Some Hoboken whispers, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> 
He's just a very versatile actor. You know, he's capable of a lot of things. I think it's very easy to come in here and be like, wow, Nicolas Cage and John Travolta, two of the greatest talents of our time. Uh, but mm-hmm. I think like, we're sleeping best, on yeah. Alessandro Nivola here. Uh, and also, obviously, Gina Gershon, who's just incredible in this movie. But I, what do you think about I agree. This is peak Gina Gershon. She just came off of uh, Bound. Um, that's where that's where he found her and cast the, and Joe Wu found her and cast her from Homeward Bound. No, the movie. Ba- Rob, don't was. pretend you never saw Bound in the nineties, please. I, I never saw Bound. I never even heard. All right, but have you anyway. two, have you two done Homeward Bound yet? Is that <laughs> we have not. Incredible we have journey. Not. Yeah, I we think that not. you should go straight to Homeward Bound too. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Love to know what you think about Shadow and Chance and Sassy mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah, Robin, to keep our Homeward Bound. Yeah, I think that's good. We mm-hmm. are usually bound for home. It, yeah, we're usually yeah. at home. I think... Yeah. Um, or Robin Akiva yeah. go on the incredible journey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I do feel bad for Joan Allen in this movie because there is a real trope in the 90s of sort of what they called like the wet blanket girlfriend. You know, yeah. like, they're just like a downer and everything. And Joan Allen's role oh, yeah. is brutal in this movie. Like, no offense to Joan herself, but this is a this is not a not a real role you can she's a tremendous know. actor like yeah, she's, she's like a she, yeah. like highly accomplished incredible actor mm-hmm. who is like given this sort of thankless job very thankless. Person, i can't believe that you're still out there trying to get revenge for the assassination of our son mm-hmm. uh, this is just like an unbelievable thing that you're still out here doing mm-hmm. uh and it's it's just not uh it's not the most enjoyable character in in the movie for sure yeah it's like um, they, they just gave her one note like just be the biggest hater you could imagine basically <laughs> <laughs> that be, I, I, I often just feel horrible for everyone involved in the Archer household, though. Uh, mm-hmm. When when, uh, when it's evil John Travolta, man, evil John Travolta at, in the Archer home. This is a sick dude. This is a pretty sick guy. Uh, it's like it's just very bad behavior from this man. Oh, very bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, uh, not he did good. seem, but I think that they were probably like, "Hey, like Dad got his groove back." Yeah, I mean that's what think- they were like. When yeah. he comes back, and now, you know, it's, it's Nicholas Cage just with his face. I mean, they only switch faces, right? They didn't switch any other part of their body or anything well, like that. Well, that's, I think, worth a discussion. Right, what do you, you think wanna, they you lead, You wouldn't want to lead that one? Well, I mean, that's really one of my biggest questions from the film of just, like, how, like, in, in depth did they go with altering the anatomy of these two men? Now, look, maybe, you know, I, they, they happen to be identical anatomical twins that's mm-hmm. possible and, yeah. and you might you might meet your identical anatomical twin and never know it mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> you ask no, everyone no, you no want idea. to be like hey can we just check if we're identical right. anatomical twins? and, and really mm-hmm. the, 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 and it begs the question of like you know was uh the like the whole face-off technology really just a front for the you know highly convincing anatomical augmentation do you uh, want to quickly we'll call Doctor Mike into the conversation, or should I? <laughs> sure. Let me let me text Doctor Mike and ask him if he ever watched the movie Face Off. He absolutely mm-hmm. has, yes. and I hope he's. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then ask him some follow-up questions. I'm not, we're not going to yeah. be able to get him on the call, but I'm just going to yeah. text him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Cool. Because, because um, yeah, yeah, Mrs. Archer mm-hmm. was like, you know, did not suspect anything was 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 amiss. Mm-hmm. No, she didn't. And that's definitely important information. Uh, and she seems to for- like Nicol- you know, uh, Travolta. I mean, Cage More. as Travolta way better. Yeah. Like it, it appeared. I don't want to like put, you know, it, from what we see about their marriage, they did it once 18 years ago, had a daughter, 
and have like not uh, been well, in the uh, same Akiva, room. They, they did have two kids in the film, just for the oh, just sorry. The, <laughs> to fact check that very very yeah. important plot point. They did have <laughs> yeah, that is true. They did, they did have two children. That's true. Well, they, they, they did it twice, they, and that's they it. Do, they have not been in the same do, room for fifteen. They years. do canonically um, alter more than just the face, right? Like yes. they talk about like their zapping body off hair, the yeah. body they have scars, hair, right? The scar Belly is very fat. important. Yeah, uh, you know, so like if there no if they're, detail was left untouched, so mm-hmm. you would think that there may be other things aside from the face that came off, uh, is possible or on or on. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, they could have switched hands, for example. Now, Nick Cage. Uh, so I was okay. So this is where it gets confusing. So so Caster Troy as Archer. Come remarks at one point. I don't know what I hate more, having your face or having your body. And I wonder if that was like a little bit of a of yeah. a burn. Yeah, yeah. probably was. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. having your body. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just want to know how long uh, after the procedure oh. these two guys like uh, up and about. Like when you know they. It's a very invasive procedure. And I know that when uh, when uh, Nicholas Cage. When cast when Sean Archer as Caster Troy, I think okay. I got that right. So yes. OG John Travolta, now Nicolas Cage, when he's being sent off to prison to infiltrate and get the location of the terrorist attack from Pollux, mm-hmm. he complains to his friend that his face itches. And like that is the most physical pain he seems to be in. So do we think that like months pass after mm. the surgery? No, I mean, is the science so advanced that this is a totally painless procedure? Yeah, I think this is outpatient. Outpatient. Yeah, they do it pretty quick. Same day. Wow. Same day. Because look at when when Caster Troy wake uh, wakes up in Archer's body. I mean, that basically, like, uh, I don't think that he was like recovering for five months. I mean, this basically he's got to burn the hospital down by like the end of the day. Yeah. No, so it's yeah. an alternate universe for sure. For uh, sure, yeah. Like this confirms alternate universe. Uh, if the technology didn't already do it, I think the recovery time uh, absolutely crystallizes that we're in a alternate universe territory here in in the hit nineteen ninety seven. Do you think that humans in general recover faster, or the technology is so advanced that there's just not some sort of like um, heavy recuperation it- period after the surgery? Yeah, I think it has to speak highly of like the human body composition in the alternate universe world of face off that like they can recover as quickly to what can only be described as the most invasive surgery uh, known to man. Um, So I think that, yeah, I think of this alternate universe, it's just like humans are much sturdier and more resilient than we are, uh, certainly were in 97 and still are in in 2022. Mm hmm. Okay. It makes sense. I mean, that. I, I think a great reboot for the IP might be like, where is this face-off technology in 2022? Well, like, uh, this yeah. is interesting. Um, uh, Robin Akiva, are you aware that there is, uh, at long last, in development, a face-off too? Okay. Yeah. Is is it T-O-O? No, not yet. Uh, the, the title I don't think they're up to a name. Look who's I talking it, to another it's John been in development film. for a while. <laughs> I know that there's a new. There were new people attached last year. One of these, I'll believe it when I see it. Type thing. I but will it be another face-off story of like you know um, two 
other actors or actresses. I maybe do actresses uh, in Face yeah. Off too. Yeah, good uh, idea. So fa- Face Off Two, as it currently was last left, uh, is in the hands of uh, a filmmaker named Adam Wingard, who I believe uh, made The Guest. Uh, most recently, is the uh, the filmmaker behind Godzilla versus Kong. Uh, and, uh, Don't I imagine remember- they had a face off. Yeah. They, d- oh, wow. Yeah. Can you imagine King Kong and Godzilla switching faces? Yeah. It's Kong and Godzilla's body and, and, and vice versa. The tell is when, uh, when Godzilla can't roar fire anymore. They're like, oh, that's King Kong. He can't do it. Can't do a signature move. You have to believe me. <laughs> I'm from Skull Island. I have to get back. I don't know why he's got Nicolas Cage's voice. Um, Adam Wingard, uh, director of Godzilla versus you can't Kong. Cage King Kong. He's gonna make. Uh, he's gonna make a Face Off Two. Apparently, there's a script apparently that has already been written, uh, and I remember this very fondly of my brief tenure at Inverse.com. A colleague of mine, Jake Kleinman, did an interview with Adam Wingard and came back bagging quite the scoop uh, about Face Off 2. And the conversation with this uh, would-be director of Face Off 2, he makes it very clear, uh, Adam Wingard says, Face Off is not an empty sci-fi gimmick film to me. I see it as an exciting character study film. It's about Sean Archer and Caster Troy. And that's where we're picking up. We're continuing the Troy and Archer storyline. That's the movie I want to see. So the okay. Face Off franchise wow. is currently in the hands of somebody who walked away from Face Off, mm-hmm. believing that the that the real money maker of Face Off is like this epic mythological uh, mm-hmm. good versus evil battle that dwells specifically within the souls of Caster Troy. And Sean Archer. Yeah, Did he walk away from the same movie that you guys walked away from? Interesting. Now he is dead. Caster Troy also. Caster Troy movie, is right? dead. Yeah. So he got spear gunned. He got spear gunned in the chest. Interestingly, okay, Caster Troy has a son who then Sean Archer then adopts as as his own. And I wonder that could because I I really thought like boy someday. This is going to be a very complicated story to explain yeah. to this young yeah. man. Yes. Yeah. Take him out to Applebee's it. one night, son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, we have something to tell you. <laughs> like, you know how I'm not your biological father, right? Yeah. Well, mom never told you that. I, sh- we sh- yeah. I, should, have, I shouldn't have led with that yeah. then. And, uh, so, and you know, yeah, and you know yeah. how we had a, uh, we know that we had a, a son mm-hmm. also. Before you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Before you. Uh, but did yeah. you know? Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So your dad mm-hmm. killed my son. Okay. So and like, that's not, I, that's I, not I, where it gets weird. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then I, like, I, like, and then don't we get switched, mad. We switched I bodies. Your dad. We, yeah, led, we led with the fact that yeah. we switched faces, but mm-hmm. it is important yeah. to note that we did switch basically all the important mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we galvanted around yeah. each other for a time. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 then, then I, and then I killed your dad. Well, and your brother. Well, I, and and your mom also. Yeah, um, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> basically, uh, you know, rendered your, your entire whole bloodline. House, uh, line yeah. Your that. uncle, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's unclear. I thought who who shoots uh, Gina Gershon. Yeah, random chaos. I think you know. There's basically uh, a scene. Yeah, it's like everybody's uh, gun is pointed in a different direction. You don't know necessarily uh, who 
shot the gun that ultimately uh, got Gershon. Yeah. That's a, I mean, that, I mean, listen, I don't want to like besmirch um, what Adam Wingard views as the central thesis of face off and what should be carried over into a face off too. But just if we're, if we're taking suggestions, if we're still in that stage, yeah, I think yeah. like it, really exploring who got Gina Gershon would also be fairly compelling <laughs> for face off too. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. And interestingly, um, yeah, I wonder maybe could you have like a, a brain off uh like could they just have like uh like nicholas cage's brain ends up like in another person's body and you could have like another actor playing caster troy oh my god wow that's pretty good Mm -hmm. that's a big big brain off right now (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean, yeah. maybe they should do that with a lot of these movies where they can't get the original stars like Speed 3 just say that there was a brain off yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean uh, it was right there uh, before but how about a uh, wand off uh, <laughs> we should have called it a wand slash off yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh-huh. it has multiple meanings yeah in case anybody thought there was actual wands involved yes. yeah Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I think, one of, first of all, one of my favorite notes, like I read, you know, I, I read through all the IMDb stuff and stuff. One of my favorite notes from this movie is Caster Troy, according to his blood test results, his glycohemoglobin A1C is much higher than 6.5%. He most likely has diabetes. Wow. I like that they're diagnosing him. Well, oh my god. Is it because he eats more, so many more bad news for uh, More bad news for his <laughs> I son. mean, he's eating them for an hour Hours. at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very obsessed with peaches. We didn't really get into the peaches. It's a little creepy. The peaches I do think stuff. actually that's probably not right because he says I can eat a peach for hours. So he's, I mean, this is a Just weird one. thing to brag about. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. like, over the course of many hours, I will make this one peach last. Mm-hmm. Like, I think like it's, I think it was return. a euphemism to be honest. Yeah. 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 I think it's, you think, you think so, Akiva? I mean, now I'll say 13 year old Akiva had just thought he loved, <laughs> loved fruit. Yeah. Uh, I never met a girl at this point. So, 
Um, <laughs> uh, other pairs of actors that were considered for the Sean Archer and Caster Troy roles, okay? Schwarzenegger yes. and Stallone. That's great. Uh, sure that's Schwarzenegger and DeVito would have been. Awesome. <laughs> I think they did that, but that would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A twin off? Yeah, uh, twin off. Yeah. Uh, Harrison Ford and Michael Douglas. Oh, that's kind of I feel of like fun. neither of them would have been creepy enough. I don't Bruce think Willis? neither of them would have been hammy enough is the problem. But yeah. I do think that Bruce kind Willis. Of like a more, uh, more serious minded. Yeah. Bruce Willis and Alec Baldwin. I mean, RIP to everybody on that set if it's Bruce Willis. <laughs> yeah. Um, Pacino and De Niro. Yeah, that's great. Well, who would have been who? And like, uh, like, uh, go go back to like, uh, is is Harrison Ford the 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 Troy? Who starts as the bad guy? Yeah, it's interesting. I think mm-hmm. Ford is always the good guy in the nineties. Ford think- is um, Harrison Ford. Not to say like Harrison Ford is bad at anything, but I do think that he kind of sucks as a bad guy. I think that Harrison Ford has tried playing the bad guy a couple of times. It rarely, really works. It's Can I like, ask you guys a question? You're just like a highly efficient like protagonist, and that's your job, and you should stay in your lane. Okay. In, in Star Wars, he's a good guy, right? That's right. Yes. Okay. But uh, kind Pacino of a bad boy. Am, am oh, I right, nice. Josh? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Pacino and De Niro. Boy, tremendous bad boy. Terrible mm, bad yeah. guy. Yeah. John Claude Van Damme and Steven Seagal. Forget about it. That would have made Willis and Baldwin set look friendly. <laughs> who's who? Who's, who's the straight JCVD. man? JCVD. <laughs> I'm still, um, Pacino and, De Niro is, is the best one. Pacino yeah, De Niro is, this is a good one too. Really, yeah. really good. Yeah, Josh would like that one more than this one. I would one. love yeah. that. Well, yeah. The 90, think, yeah, yes. Oh, he would have liked the one with the two best actors of like the two yeah, most beloved actors. I would actors love that. And Pacino would this be a good one, as both versions too. of the character too. I think mm-hmm. De Niro maybe a little less, but I think Pacino for like this specific movie would mm-hmm. do a tremendous job of playing like the really like loud, uh, boisterous, flamboyant caster Troy. And then um, in my studies of, because uh, Emily Fox and I were still on our quest to watch every single Al Pacino movie ever made, and we're getting really close to the end of the line, so we feel like we can uh, consider ourselves experts in his resume. Um, he really loves to get very close to people. Uh, like he's like, very, like it seems like he takes roles so that he can get close to people sometimes. And one of the things that happens that uh, Sean Archer does a lot in Face Off is how he like touches people's face to tell them he loves them. That he does yeah, like this he, thing, which does not fly in twenty twenty two. Right, and Josh, yeah, he kind of is doing like uh, a Vulcan mind meld. I know Kiva doesn't know what that is, but uh, yeah, it is weird. Yeah, yeah, he just, like, his, go- his, his, his go to move palms you. Yeah, he palms the dip. He palms your face. He just goes all the way. Uh, Pacino would have loved that. That would have been a, a, a classic uh, Sean Archer move for him. He would have mm-hmm. tremendously enjoyed that piece of the movie. For sure. Yeah. The face thing the is other, very strange. The other um, last actor duo hand off was... The- my face. Yeah, which is weird in a face-off that, that his signature move is a face touch. Face touch. Yes. A face on. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Denzel and Wesley Snipes, nineteen ninety six. I feel like that's that would have been pretty fun. good. That's fun. Mm-hmm. That's real fun. Mm-hmm. That's good. Interesting. Uh, Mark yeah. Wahlberg turned down the role of Pollux Troy. I can't see Mark Wahlberg whispering the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know, like Pollux did. Castor, why are you being so mean to me right now? Why, <laughs> he had a big nineteen ninety seven. Yeah. Why are you acting like yeah, you don't he said remember if this, he was in this movie, it wouldn't have gone down this way. No. Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> yeah. I think he would have gotten uh, a supporting actor nod, though. I think Wahlberg would have. Oh, interesting. I think they would have paid some respect to him that they didn't pay to Alessandro Nivola. The problem is, I think that they're, uh, oh, uh, as Pollock's Troy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. 
No, they still uh, Travolta and Cage still have to co-share the the leading actor nom. Mm-hmm. Uh, for sure, this is an Academy Award nominated movie, though it is worth pointing out. Uh, mm-hmm. That film yeah. category, uh, sound effects editing. <laughs> oh, oh, one of the big ones. The one that they've now relegated probably you know, to. They, they didn't really uh, the day come before. through uh, watching it on my iPhone. Yeah. Well, that was not really how they intended. You know, this is a big, uh, you know, a big screen movie. This isn't really yeah. uh, an iPhone yeah. type movie. Not on the uh, small who screen. Who this small is screen. also a crazy uh, note on IMDb. Uh, the role that Gina Gorshan ends up playing, Juliana Margulies turned it down. Oh. I feel like would have gone much differently. Wow. Hmm. Um, what an offensive category uh, that year! Best sound effects editing. They didn't even so like there's like a, like your standard five nominees a category. Only three nominees in the best sound effects editing mm-hmm. category. Maybe it was a bad year for sound. I don't know if that's just like maybe some of these categories do just like have like thinner uh, pools. I do think that that's right. Uh, but look, it's Face Off lost. The Fifth Element was in the mix as well, and of course Titanic just sweet. Uh, it swept everything. It won everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just mm-hmm. not fair to go up and get face off against Titanic. Boy, ninety seven. What a year, what a year in movies. Mm-hmm. We should just year. watch a lot of ninety seven movies. That yeah, should be I our mean, nineteen ninety seven. I feel like is peak Renap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we love we love the nineties. That might be our. <laughs> maybe that's what Renap should have been. Just nineties stuff every week. Yeah, I mean, is it not? Yeah, we've been doing that mostly. Yeah, um, the you play the hits. This is a, this is a uh, this is a fun fact. Also, the the surgery scene is the only scene in the movie that doesn't have Travolta or Cage. It's they're just dummies in the in the. Uh, what did you bed. think, Rob? Of the did you notice the Travolta Cage dummies during the surgery scene, or did you think those were actually the actors? You know, I didn't really think about it. Yeah, go back and watch it and see if you can tell the difference. Mm-hmm. It's, it's subtle. It's very subtle. Uh, but they believe it or not, those are actually um, uh, dummies that they're using and not the actual actors. You have to watch the scene closely uh, in order to tell the difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rob, did you have any other like big takeaways from the movie? Like what, what, you know, what were some of the surprising things to you? Well, I think that one of the more surprising things for me was the relationship that, uh, that the uh, Troy as Archer has with the older daughter. Uh, it takes a couple mm-hmm. of twists and turns because, yeah, what happens? Um, well, you know, uh, that one, he seems to at times, uh, relate to her better than John Travolta as better Sean dad. Archer, Archer himself. Yeah, yeah. In, in some ways, Except. he is, he's a, he is a better dad at times. Uh, but then also, yeah. Yeah. uh, has a, uh, lecherous, uh, mm-hmm. you know, interest romantically yeah. in uh which uh is confusing for Confu- and um, she's probably Jane. a minor also to be fair in addition to yeah, being yeah. his daughter technically like, yeah. Yeah. Cole? Mm-hmm. Uh, she yeah well she i mean that's why like she always has a different look yeah but also um i believe yeah, she's she came in home school, with like, the soot around the eyes like zoolander mm-hmm. yeah true. yeah um, um yeah she but, may be a minor yeah and, and uh, uh, also then, his daughter technically. but he's also kind of the cool dad and he is like, uh, you know, lets her smoke in the house. And mm-hmm. then, you know, at, there's one point where she comes home with a with a suitor who mm-hmm. uh, that I mean, she says that, you know, she's it's uh, an attempted rape going on. Yes. And he just beats the living hell out of the guy. And it's the one time in the movie you're like, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, King. Go for yeah. it, Sean Archer. 
Yeah. There's some There's some inconsistencies with Caster Troy because many times he is just portrayed as like an absolute sociopath, psychopath, mm-hmm. has no regard for human life outside of his own, uh, doesn't care about anybody, even seems like kind of unbothered mostly when his brother dies, I feel like. Uh he's and then, shoes. You know, yeah, that's nice. Uh but there's then there's other times in the movie where like uh, yeah, like he's trying, like in in his way, I guess at certain points he's trying to like relate to Sean Archer's family. I mean, it's really thin. It's pretty actually terrible. Um, but there's at the start of the movie, it seems like back when he's rocking the mustache in the flashback and he snipes uh, Sean Archer and accidentally kills Sean's child, it looks like he has some remorse about that. It's like, oh my god, mm-hmm. what did I do? And then you never really get that shade of him for the rest of the film. Right. I mean, he yeah. could have he could have gone one second later and killed Archer also. He's just right there. I mean, he, he was it, on right? the ground. Easy pickings. It is kind of mm-hmm. wild that he just sort of lets that lie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so he then he gives the pocket knife to Jamie also. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. He says, hey, you got protection? Uh, she's like, you mean like a prophylactic? Uh, no. That's not what not even, and he gives and he gives her the switchblade, which ultimately she will use later in the film and, st- and stab him. And I kind of mm-hmm. felt like I saw that coming. Chekhov's switchblade. Yeah, that was Chekhov's switchblade. Like, this is weird. Yeah. This is weird. Paid but off, he was poisoned by his uh, own card. That's what they used yeah, to say. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but I thought he was kind of, he kind of was a, you know, a good, uh, he was a good dad and, and, and he was kind of a good husband. Other than like, uh, he was for sure would have done it if she was interested. Yeah. Other than probably that, he was a great bad dad. dad, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess. No, I mean, yeah. So that part, I mean, it was a mixed bag for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah. And then uh, he seemed like he was a better husband also. Uh, yeah. Oh, for... she's much happier. She's probably like, at the end of the movie, Joan Allen is probably like a little bit bummed. Like, she knows this is leading towards the divorce ultimately. Like, there's no coming back. From, yeah. She's you know. like, God damn it. My husband who puts his hand on my face is back. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, this guy yeah. is, uh, and the peach guy is gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of like the peach guy. I miss the beach yeah. man, Ray Mullen. Yeah. yeah. She was yeah. overlooking a lot of other red flags. Uh, yeah. I mean, yes, the guy did murder her only son. No, but, not those. You know. No, she, I'm talking about that. Like there were a lot of things that he was, he was acting strange. And I think she was willing to look past it for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Until she realized really what great, was actually going on. Yeah. We had that really great night the other night where we just stayed up for hours eating one single peach. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to miss that guy. Yeah. Such a fun what? night. If, he kept being like, believe future. me, we're going to stretch the peach for like five hours. It's going to work. Yeah. Yeah. Watch. Can I, if, I mean, if you were in, let's don't say, threaten me with a good time. If you were in like Josh's, you were, you became Josh. All right. Okay. Would you like that? No. Well, that, I mean, that's a different question. I guess it's yeah. a better question. Would like, how would you convince, let's say you're Josh, you're now you go to Josh's okay. house. Okay. How do you convince Emily that you're not? Well, what what is my motive here? Why am I doing this? You, it's like uh, you had no choice in the matter. You're just like okay. you accidentally warped into Josh's house. He's probably in your house. How do you both convince? Like, why am I trying to keep the cover? Why don't I tell Emily? Like, hey, just well, so, you don't have let to you know. keep the cover, but you are Josh. Like, you're in his body, so you have okay. to like. Is this like a quantum leap situation more than a face off? It's a little bit of a quantum leap. You quantum, okay, and then. Now, how do you convince Emily and the world that you are not Josh? Like, you're just going to sound crazy. Question. You look like Josh. You sound like Josh. Right, what do you do? We don't live in the universe where this technology is accessible. Right. Yeah. I mean, right. now you could put on the 1997 film Face Off and be like, 
that's us. Yeah, but you know, like happening that, to me exactly and Rob. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. But Boy, uh, they might think it's fake. Hmm. Yeah. Should we each have code words that if we ever get face off, that we should like, yeah. you know, like if I tell everyone this code word, like uh, wet willy or something, that everyone wet knows. Willy. Wet willy. Wet willy. Wet willy. Well, I think with Akiva, it would be very easy. Okay, so if I if, yeah. I, if I got face off with Akiva, mm-hmm. and then I had to prove to the world that I wasn't Akiva, mm-hmm. yeah. I would say I, I would just get, it would just say like, look. Say the word pickle and watch my mouth. <laughs> Dry as a bone. I did not mm. immediately start watering at the mouth <laughs> when you said the word pickle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that that would be your go-to move, you think? Yeah, that would be easy to prove. The pickle one. Yeah, I mean that would be easy. I don't know if that would be like fully sell them, but it's a good start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, I help with the kids today. She'd be like, Yeah, that was suspicious. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Did you know that about Akiva, Josh? No, but I love this fact. I think this yeah. is great. Yeah. So that would I think that would be easy. Yeah. Could easily prove me and I have to convince Nicole that I'm that I'm uh that I'm you have not to convince you Nicole that, that you're me. Josh Wiggler, even though you're yeah, in Rob's I just, body. I would just eat anything other than grilled chicken. I would just eat a ton mm-hmm. of stuff. I would eat. Yeah. I would come back from the Wegmans. That would throw her off. I'd come back from the Wegmans that Rob is at with like a smorgasbord that is undeniably not Rob. Like, is I'm mm-hmm. not him. Mm-hmm. It's not the same guy. And I'll eat all of this happily to prove it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She'd be thrown off. I mean, yeah. she would have to be paying attention to what I was I'd doing at like, some point. Here yeah. are all of the restaurants in our area that we haven't been to that I have scouted out because I'm a lunatic about like restaurant hunting. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. this would be another thing that I would do. Yeah, no, that I, would, I, yeah, that would be. A I keep very close tabs on all the restaurants. Uh, oh, do you? I, I do. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I don't mean to besmirch. Yes. Yes. Are you? Do you? Yeah. You Yelp? Are you a Yelper or a Google? I do. I, I do Yelp. The problem is that uh, yeah. you know my my wife doesn't want to like really like she's not super adventurous in terms of the restaurants, and then yeah. uh, mm-hmm. my kids don't want to go anywhere interesting. Sure, they're at that age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. It's not. That's not ideal. So I don't know if that if that if that particular thing, but I'm I'm sure uh, you could you could convince her pretty easily. I'd come back with a cat. I'd like go yeah. out and I would get a yeah, cat. That would be a tell. Yes. Yeah. Say look at me, look. Yeah. I'm not. I, I'm not like scratching my eyes out. Yeah, I love this. I have cat. no allergies. Yes. Yeah. That, that yeah. would be a good one. That would, that would that would fool her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Akiba, would you want to face off with anybody? I don't really, I don't really think so. I don't, I, I can't think of anybody is, I want to face off with. Plenty of money. Like, who, who it, would you want to face off with? Is it because you don't want to, like, uh, be, like, living someone else's life, Akiva, or is it because, like, you're afraid of the, you're feared of the procedure? I so I'd be asleep during the procedure. Maybe they would, like, I would be out. I don't it know. It seems I, painless, I, it, right? It seems like it's ultimately painless and it's reversible. Well, itchy. Yeah. Yeah. Feel like it would be a lot of work, the whole thing. The whole thing would be a lot of work. Mm-hmm. For sure, yeah. But you know, if it's the right face, you know, you, you, it could be, uh, you know, an, an, ex, an adventure for sure. I think the face-off technology would be great, uh, greatly uh, applied. Uh, certainly, probably, um, like irresponsibly so after a while by method actors. Like Jared Leto is doing face-offs every week. Is how this mm-hmm. works. If it's in our Jeremy world. Christian Strong, Gale, yeah, Christian Bale face-offing all the time. Yeah, Jeremy Strong constantly trading faces. Uh, mm-hmm how they would do it to get into the skin of their characters yeah akiba if you face off with somebody it has to be somebody that you could also do their job 
Oh, that's a good thing. Like if somebody's like a computer program or something and I have to mm-hmm. learn their job. Luckily for uh, Nicolas Cage and John Travolta, you know, Castor Troy and Sean Archer in this movie, their jobs are basically just to kill each other. So yes. it really just kind of flipped and it exactly. had almost no impact on their. The only ability was like at the FBI where John Travolta worked. They love, you know, Nicolas Cage as John Travolta. Like he's much cooler. Mm-hmm. They literally said like, oh, when did you get the uh, the stick surgically removed from your ass? I think Margaret yeah, Cho yeah. asked. This like, movie a, is really just like a hatchet job on John Travolta, ultimately. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I do yeah. think like everybody in Sean Archer's life, like kind of gets it was the Sean Archer the roast. Yeah, mm-hmm. they like kind of all get like outed over the course of the movie. I was like, I don't really like that guy. And so like he comes back as Sean Archer at the end. And it's like supposed to be like this happy thing that he's got his John Travolta swagger back. And everyone's like, oh, hi, hi, Sean. Welcome back. Yeah. You know, uh, mm-hmm. welcome back, Archer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not welcome back Cotter and yeah. welcome welcome back welcome back yeah. Cotter uh, yeah. Josh I felt like that uh, one of the things I really liked in the movie was that when uh, Troy as Archer said okay I'm going to defuse the bomb and then I'm going to become a national celebrity and uh, become like very famous and I, I felt like that then he, he did not really exploit that to the fullest well I think part of the reason why he does is because he's uh, shortly then after killed you know, yeah, but I feel like that he was not really pursuing that. Maybe he got distracted by hearing that. There should have been a good escaped. point. There should have been like a clip of him on like the Tonight Show or something, yeah, like, like trying like, to become right, a let's celebrity. Let's bring out uh, the nation's uh, number one hero. Uh, here comes uh, mm-hmm. Mr. Uh, Sean Archer. Real yeah, big he miss. He I think comes that's a good out point. To, to Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was that? that? Was really weird too. Hallelujah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very, very odd. I believe Nicolas Cage has said uh, that he kind of regrets his performance in this scene and that this was a little bit over the top, I think. What, he that he's like grabbing the yeah, butt of like some woman in the chorus? Is, that this scene is the like 20 murders. Yeah, everything else was pretty plausible. He murdered yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> we did that was a little too, too much. <laughs> that was too much. <laughs> too much. One, one, yeah. one, you know, bridge too far, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to me, the my favorite scene is the is the whole air, airplane scene. Because you sort of think he's going to get away, right? Most of these movies, they get away in the scene where they're trying to flee from the FBI. And here it's just like a bunch of FBI people die. So, you know, like, oh, this movie means business. And then they crash and it ends up being with the jail stuff. But, like, to, to me, that's, like, a great set piece in the movie. That's my favorite, like, action scene. The, uh, we watched this in the in the PSR Discord, like, months ago. Maybe a year at this point. I don't even remember. T- what is time? Um, but I remember, mm-hmm. like, when we were, we were watching this first sequence and, like, I had I had not been like struck with this thought before, but it was during that viewing of the movie where I was struck with this thought of like, if you were watching TV and Face Off came on like TBS or TNT or something like that, and this was the scene that was playing and you just randomly flipped to it, Akiba, wouldn't you think that you're at the end of the movie? Like this yeah, movie starts point. with an action scene that is like the end of any other action movie. Yeah, I, it's a good point. And that's why I thought they'd get away because you don't think it's going to be this big thing. And there's not really a second set piece, probably because this costs like $50 million, this scene. I mean, um, the, the one at the end on the boat is... Uh, yeah, I don't think it's as big epic. as this. Like, this yeah. is like planes crashing, and I think this is this is like the Speed 2 cruise control like boat at the end to me. Like, this is, yes, this is the big exactly. one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, they, I mean, like point. the... And sometimes know, movies run out of money, you know what I mean? Maybe they had bigger plans right. for the end and, and had to scrap right. it, I don't know. But yeah, this is a huge... But I also think, like, one of the beautiful things about this movie, you see that scene... 
I think you're in for the rest of the movie. Like it's one of these things where it's a great cable movie. Like you're you're sticking around if you see this. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Like I think it's like, whoa, that was the start. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hope you could back this up. It's like, oh, we could back it up. We're gonna actually put Nicolas Cage and John Travolta's faces on each other. Like, yeah, I'm in. I'll stick around for mm-hmm. the rest of this for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Got to see how that you works know- out. We didn't talk too much about the jail uh, sequence in the film. They're wearing uh, we magnetic brief- boots. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, I do not know a lot about uh, real life prisons. Uh, is this technology out there? I don't think that people are walking around with like huge, like transformers style magnetic boots, but I also yeah, could they- be wrong about that. Do the prisoners shower? Do they, do they take them out of the boots and then put the magnetic boots back on every day? I think that they give them uh, magnetic shower shoes, like magnetic uh, shower like, shoes. Yeah, yeah, they have like magnetic like uh, Adidas slides that they're allowed to wear. Uh, yeah. in the showers because maybe you never take them yeah. off. But I feel like that we're probably going to get into like some hygiene issues, Akiva. What do you think? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, it's a good question with the boots. And is this like a futuristic thing? You think also? Yeah, maybe this is also part of the parallel universe. But Akiva, I don't think you ever have to tie the magnetic shoes. Oh, that's great then. Yeah, I, they definitely. Is, uh, not to make like a joke, they don't give you shoelaces in jail. I don't yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. The laces just because, kind of take care of themselves. Yeah, I guess there's so many like riots at this prison that they can just like turn the magnet boots on uh, whenever they feel like it, willy nilly. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a Kiva's code word. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was wet willy. Yeah. Sorry, it's close enough. Yeah. Wet willy. Wet willy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Speaking of wet willy, also, then uh, I, I thought it was a little also implausible that uh, Nick Cage, uh, I'm sorry, that uh, Archer as Pollux Troy, like reaches the top of the jail and realizes that this is like an Alcatraz situation and then swims to shore. I feel like that was a really good Easter egg for The Rock, though. Uh, yeah, that was really good. It's like, wow, that's a pretty quick callback that you guys made. This movie just came out a year ago, two years. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the point of having this jail at sea if you can swim to shore? Yeah, um, it's a good question. Um, and I, but I don't think that you know. I think that uh, what we're also probably uh, overlooking there is just how competent a swimmer Sean Archer is. Like, I mm-hmm. don't think that like most of the prisoners in that prison are as like uh, uh, athletic swimmers as Sean. Yeah, Archer. but does Pollux Troy have a swimmer's body? Uh, Caster Troy. Uh, Pollux I'm Troy. Sorry, def- sorry. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Catholic Pollux Troy, Troy definitely doesn't. Pollux Troy is like, I'm not getting in the water. I won't do it. <laughs> I was afraid of water as a young boy. You would remember that. You're really mm-hmm. By the another, way, another IMDb fact, Josh, he wrote a lot of his own lines in the movie. Yeah. Troy. Absolutely. Crazy. Totally. Mm-hmm. Uh, I absolutely believe that. Um, the, uh, the Rock comes out June 1996, and within a calendar year, we are getting Con Air and Face Off as well. I believe the only 90s actor who has like sort of like as big of a moment like that with like a like a trilogy of movies, basically, as Nicolas mm-hmm. Cage that comes to mind. And I would love to get the takes from Robin Akiva as to who has like the bigger three 90s movies in such quick succession is that I believe that Ace Ventura, The Mask and Dumb and Dumber are maybe all the same year as well, I think, from Jim mm-hmm. Carrey. Who who had who did it better, Nicolas Cage or Jim Carrey? And also, how would they be as face-offs? Oh, I mean, Jim Carrey is uh, you know the master of uh, face contortions uh, to begin with. Yeah. So, 
I don't know. I think that Jim Carrey might have burned the hotter and brighter, uh, where that Nick Cage, I think, is uh, more celebrated for the longer uh, body of work. Do you know that they tried to do a team up uh, that uh, before the, the part went to Jeff Daniels, that Jim Carrey wanted Nicolas Cage to be Harry in uh, Dumb and Dumber? Oh, interesting. It could have been uh, Carrie and Cage instead yeah. of uh, Carrie and Daniels. Akiva, did you watch the Bob Saget tribute on Netflix? Yeah, Carrie really like uh, Jim Carrey is unhinged. During unhinged that. doesn't stop talking, and nobody's like, listen. Maybe they were good friends. Nobody knew that they knew each other before this Netflix documentary. Yeah, but like nobody wanted to hear Carrie's on stage. Well, Coulier's not even there for some reason. I don't know. They show mm-hmm. him in like a clip, but he should have been there. I don't know what the deal was, was he there. In, like, like a kind of way where like you're watching it and you're thinking like, man, this guy shouldn't be, uh, he shouldn't it was be like, it. he should stop talking. Like it's fine that right. he's there, but yeah. why he's like not funny. And he just keeps talking and, and talking. He just keeps, yeah. like, keeps blurting things out. And like, man, blurting. Like, uh, I, I, I felt like I, I watched it. I'm like, I, I don't know if this should have been on te- televised. I think yeah. maybe if you were there, like for the, like there was a lot of people there and they didn't really get into like everybody's like rela- relationship with them, but they sort of like, mm-hmm. had, like, okay, let's have the most famous people sit on the stage. Yeah, but they weren't necessarily the people that knew Bob Saget the best, per se. And maybe, I mean, who knows? Like, but I would, they, they didn't explain Carrie's relationship with Saget at all. Like, mm-hmm. John Mayer, they say, like, he paid for his body to be returned home after, you know, after he died. Yeah. Like, that's, you know, ostensibly they were very close. And John Mayer talks about Green, it. Seth Green, Josh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, do we think it's possible that um, Jim Carrey was like acting out of character because it was actually Nicolas Cage having faced off with Jim Carrey? And like, I don't know Nick Cage didn't knew know Bob Saget. Saget. That's I could why, see him yeah. never having heard of him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like Nick Cage just never having. Yeah. I don't know. He's more of a movie guy. I love Full House. I don't think America's funniest home videos all the time. Yeah. Um, also, um, maybe this is a plot hole, Josh. So when they get the face off surgery, the surgeon tells Travolta, like, hey, be careful with this vocal chip that if you sneeze the wrong way, this thing could come out. Um, at no point, uh, and, and uh, we see that Archer, as Caster Troy, gets in a million fist fights. Um, it never gets dislodged. He sure. never tries to intentionally That's dislodge one, it. Right. Like there should be like probably like a three minute montage of Nicolas Cage just punching himself in the throat to like, de- to, like deliberately destroy the chip so that he can mm-hmm. now be running around with a perfect John Travolta voice. And everyone's like, okay, maybe he's onto something. Like that mm-hmm. might actually be John Travolta with Nicolas Cage's face on it. Yeah. And if this is not important, why does the guy even say it in the movie? Yeah. I wonder if it got cut or something. Uh, it's probably like one of those things where like people are going to ask us questions about this for years mm-hmm. if we don't address it in the film. We're tying up loose ends here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and if we if we address why the voice is uh, different, then we've really covered all of our bases and there will be nothing else about the procedure that people will have questions about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point in the film, it's mentioned that Caster Troy... Um, had a sex sandwich with somebody's uh, wife right. and sister. Right. Mm-hmm. You're just yeah. saying that's just yeah. yeah you're just are you just telling us stuff now. Yeah. 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 That happens in the movie. They go, oh yeah, you had a. I believe it's Pollux who does say that to Caster Troy. He's mm-hmm. still mad at you because you had a sex sandwich with his <laughs> wife. <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't nominate this guy for an Oscar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Unbelievable. I, mean, I don't know if I've heard that euphemism. Uh, yeah. I don't think it took off. I, try, I thought they tried to like bring it, <laughs> did, you know, to the did mainstream. Did the kids here. at your say that, Akiva? <laughs> I don't think they were. That wasn't I don't one think of the anybody. quotes that they said? Mm-mm, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think. Rob, was, whatever it, you do, do not go into the Wegmans Deli section and ask for a sex sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I'll feel, won't be allowed to come within 150 yards of the Wegmans again. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. I'll need a face off to get back in here. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else? Uh, yeah, can we talk about the end of the Jason? movie? Yes. Can we talk about the end for a second? Please. So, the end of the movie, this is how it ends. They, after um, Nicolas Cage gets killed by yep. John, you know, whatever, uh, Castor Troy gets killed by, um, by, uh, uh, the, 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 John what's Archer. his name? John Archer. Yeah. And, and now he switches faces back. So he goes to the hospital, has the re face on procedure, and just shows up at home one day. Yes. His wife is like hanging out on the computer. He shows up. Hey, honey, I'm home. Oh, it's like today's the day where you got your face on procedure. Like, mm-hmm. cool. Like, yeah, she didn't don't come worry. Visit him at the hospital. Don't worry. Don't come visit. I'll be good. As we've established, it's already like outpatient. You get to leave immediately. And mm-hmm. by the way, like here is uh, Nicholas Cage's son. Now he's like our kid. We have like, you know, that monster we have in the house who's like, you know, ruining our lives. Like now we have another we have another kid, by the way, you have to like do parenting for another 12 years mm-hmm. it's, it's um it's just another uh you know point in favor of sean archer's not like he's a very selfish guy it seems like uh mm-hmm. he's not terribly considerate of the feelings of those around him and i think that right i think that this is like more of the thing than like caster troy was great oh my god i miss caster troy i think it's less about how caster troy is great and much more about like how how much of a deep deep bummer John Travolta is. Yeah. Uh, right. How how did this work? Like, so he goes to let's say it's not in their city or something. Like, I you know maybe they have to go to like a bigger city hospital. Like, where does the movie take place in L.A.? Um, Seems it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like so he comes back from his you know incredibly like once in a lifetime surgery. Wife doesn't visit him. Daughter doesn't isn't interested at all. Comes home. Like, is he like, hey, let's swing by the old like layer where all like the evil people live and pick up this kid. Like, is there any government paperwork involved? So, like, I, I, it's I the don't same think that, day. I don't think the kid was still there after the shootout. I mm-hmm. it's probably sort of like social services uh, pick the kid up after they cleaned up all the dead bodies, um, <laughs> and probably somewhere. And um, so, I think that you know, uh, I, I don't know. Like, maybe they wouldn't give him to the person like uh, who killed uh, the dead. Probably not. Um, but the part of where he brings him home, the interesting part to talk about, because Josh, if you just came home with another cat tonight, uh, yeah. unannounced, right. Would that just be, that would be cool? I don't think it would be cool. Like, Hey, no. Yeah. Um, it would be very disruptive on an, on a number uh, of uh, this other cat. Yeah. yeah. Let alone a, a person, Akiva. Yeah. And not just a person, but like. The son of the hey, guy who was like, Mara, I ruined your life kid. four times over, you know? Well, he did, he did a lot of things to uh, Mrs. Archer. <laughs> yeah, he did. I uh, mean, like a permanent reminder yeah, also which is of a their constant beloved reminder. Yeah, a permanent reminder of, uh, of the impact that mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Troy had on the house. 
Because yeah, what if he I grows up that, to look just I, like him? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think he like walks through the door and says, hey, I brought another kid. And I think that Mrs. Archer's like, And the hey, kid's like hiding outside for a minute. Like, hey, we want to make a big yeah. surprise. We don't want this. Like, we don't want her to, Joan Allen, to know what hit her. You yeah. know, well, you wait by the mailbox the, for a second. The, the sequel, and this is kind of a dark thought. Like, uh, let, let me just put put that out there. But you don't think that Mr. and Mrs. Archer would face off the kid to get the face of their original kid, right? Uh, no, no way. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't go there with you. I can't okay. go down I'm, that just road. Saying, I'm, I'm just saying this is just like the you know the writers' room stuff. For right, the you're spitballing. Mm-hmm. No bad ideas. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. wrong yeah. ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, because yeah, I because sure. I think might like uh, really antagonize him to like uh, you know plot uh, you know his own face off eventually. Yeah, that would make sense. My feeling is probably that, like, after they've, like, removed the faces of Nicolas Cage and John Travolta, that they probably started, like, cloning the faces so that they've got, like, a hall of faces, much like the House of Black and White in Game of Thrones, that, like, will come into face off, too. And there's just going to be, like, a ton of aged Travolta and Cage faces that people are going to be wearing throughout the movie. I think Mm -hmm. that's what I would lean towards is like a small army of Travolta's versus cages would be my face off. Maybe like all of their roles. uh, That would that would be like a cool Easter egg. Yes, that would be great. Oh, my Mm -hmm. God. You get John Travolta as like his battlefield. Battlefield Yeah. Yeah. We're right there. We're on the stage in snake eyes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Get that. There's right. a lot of different ways you could go. Yeah. Like you I could go go as his, Cage when, in when he's Ghost Talent. Rider. He's Ghost Rider. He's just a skull on fire. You know, I mean, you yeah. have that on the wall. Danny Zuko. Yep. Yeah. Vinny yeah. Barbarino. Vega. Yeah. Vincent <laughs> Vega would be good. So many. Yeah. so many. I'd love to see that. Okay. Face Off 2 should be the story of Nicolas Cage and John Travolta being unable to shake uh, Face Off from their career. That every, It's mm-hmm. just been chasing them this entire time. And uh, Travolta and Cage make a pact to uh, exchange careers for a time. It's like oh. kind of Freaky Friday. And so it's like sort of like, I mean, Nicolas Cage has already done this. He already made the movie where he played himself. Why not make another? Uh, and in this movie, he and John Travolta are playing themselves who get the idea from face-off to put all of their Hollywood money into actual face-off technology. And then they play each other and they come to really not love it. Like they don't like really feel like each other's lives are a good fit or it's maybe even less that it's not a good fit. It's just that they're both pretty lonely. They come to Mm -hmm. find. Yeah. Does Travolta still work? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, for sure. He does. Uh, is you know, he's not like as prolific as Nicolas Cage, but who is really at mm-hmm. this point? Uh, like, he's he doing like, like B movies now. Not the yeah, B movie. That's they're great. not. Yeah. They're not. It's not a great uh, catalog for uh, John Travolta lately. I feel like you know Travolta shows up in a movie now. Like it used to be that he showed up and it was like, oh, this is like a really um, you know impressive like legal drama, right? It's like the like the court right. martial one or the one about the water being bad. Uh, and now yeah. he goes back up and it's like, oh, shit, his head's shaved. and He's coming to do some like well, really bad action. Yeah, I, I feel like his last big thing was at the American Crime Story where he was Robert Shapiro. Right. Yes. Uh, that was, yeah. Was, was that any good? Did we like that from him? Mm, I think it was more like uh, like American Crime Story. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but his career famously is like he was hot and then he was not. And then he was hot again. And then he's mm-hmm. not. You think uh, he could have a comeback? Does, does he have one more comeback? Could I mean he's in a movie? If you look at kid. his IMDb, if his IMDb, he's in a movie. Not to make fun with 
uh, Bruce Willis and Stephen Dorff in two years. And you know, Bruce mm. Willis was making like C level movies yeah. uh, that his family was like forcing him to make. So, and we saw The Fanatic. We watched the John Travolta film, The Fanatic, uh, <laughs> no, a couple years ago. That. I totally so, like, that. I think it's very bleak right now for, uh, for Johnny the, T. The bleak. Fanatic, uh, tellingly, is his most recent film credit. Uh, he's yeah. got a couple of movies in post-production right now, but the last time you saw John Directed Travolta in a movie... Durst. Yeah, uh, the last time you see John Travolta in a movie is The Fanatic. Oh, he was and in a 2018 movie well. called Speed Kills. Did they actually make a third speed and it went under no, the radar? I don't think so. Wow. Speed yeah. Under the Radar think... is a good one. Oh, John Gotti, famously. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Cage yeah. had money problems, if I'm not mistaken, right? Cage, yes. like, bought yes. some, yeah, like, yeah, I think and Travolta. So he, he he made it very like he he wanted to like work that off. He wanted to yes, work off the debt, exactly. so he made a hundred movies in a minute. Yeah. yeah, Travolta I think is just phenomenally wealthy and is probably at the end of his career or near the end of his career, and it's right. fine. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, Akiba, you have any other face-off thoughts? No, I am excited for the sequel. I will, you know, be there opening day. But I, I you <laughs> opening know, opening day, opening day. Yeah, uh, the home opener. I think. Um, yeah, I'm happy opener. that you. Are you happy that you saw this movie? Yes, very quite yeah. happy. Does you think you'd watch Con Air now? Yeah, that's the question I was going to ask. That and The Rock. Would you watch those? Okay. Well, um, so I did see The Rock uh, in theaters, okay. I believe. Um, and you know, I remember movie. being exciting at the time. Um, but the thing that, to me about Face Off that was appealing, like I feel like that. And tell me if I'm wrong about this. Like, I feel like that what I didn't necessarily love was like action, action, action. And I feel like that uh, Con Air in my mind is a lot of like, you know, jumping out of planes and no, Con Air is very action. funny. Con yeah. Air has like a lot of funnier jokes. The yeah. character, there's a ton of characters. Like, there's mm-hmm. just okay. like a. Uh, yeah, Buscemi has like, like the best role of his career and like. Yeah, Malkovich, you know. Malkovich is wild Malkovich. in the movie. Steve Buscemi is wild in the movie. Ving Rhames has a good part. Uh, there's a lot of people in the yeah. movie. Like, there's a fun John Cusack role. Um, okay. Miles O'Brien from Star Trek oh. has a really big role in the movie. Col- yeah, that's him. Colmini, exactly. Yeah. Not to be confused with Colm Fiore, who played the surgeon that performed the face-off procedure. Uh, mm-hmm. in the face-off. Uh, yeah. So I I do think that you would probably get a real kick. Okay. Out of I think you'd air. like it better than Face Off, even honestly. Oh, I think that's probably okay. right. It would be right. similar to the Wiggler rankings. Yeah, I do think that. Like, I mean, The Rock is my personal favorite because I think I saw it first, and I just love that. Where movie. do you have Face Off in the top ten, Josh? Um, where did I have it, or where did it land? Well, oh, it wasn't your rankings. No, it wasn't mm-hmm. my specific rankings. We did. Uh, we did a poll, uh, and it mm-hmm. landed. I think it got fourth place. Okay, uh, that's fair. Fourth, third, and second were all some permutation of face off the rock and con air. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I think con air rightly would be, uh, I think the number one Nicolas Cage movie probably, I think is probably the right vote, but I do think you could like switch any one of the three and I, I wouldn't be that mad about it. National treasure won the poll. I I'm, I'm kind of out on that. National treasure. National treasure too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of out on that. We watched national treasure one at Kiva. Yeah, well, I meant also, but we have I, I we it. we can watch I National Treasure. Yeah. Tellingly, uh, Natty Treasure Two did not chart in the top. 10. Didn't chart. Book mm, of didn't Shadows chart. didn't make it. <laughs> Is that what it's called? National Treasure Two. Book. We of haven't Shadows? seen it, so we don't know. Yeah, it's no yeah. spoilers. Oh, uh, it's just yeah. Book of Secrets. I'm so sorry. Secrets. Mm. Really sorry. Really. Sorry. Yeah. 
Yeah. Book of Shadows. That might have been. Is that a Blair Witch Project too? Uh, that absolutely is. I'm pretty- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Book of Shadows, the Blair Witch Project too, uh, with your boy Jeffrey Donovan, I believe. In yeah. Interestingly, yeah. it's Book of Shadows colon Blair Witch too. Yeah. 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 It's not wow. Blair Witch Two colon Book of Shadows. The best thing you can say about Book of Shadows Blair Witch Two is they took a swing, right? Like they tried <laughs> something. They definitely went. They for were something. kind of boxed in after yeah. the first one. Yeah. yeah, I think that they were like, "Listen, the second one always sucks, so let's not try. We'll just." We like, had we'll- that problem with the sequel mechanism, Josh. Sometimes we do something so iconic with the first one, we try. Yeah, how do we? How do we duplicate uh-huh. it? It doesn't sure. come close. Yeah, it's very hard. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh, are are you staying for the mailbag today? What do you What do you have going on? Uh, I'll stick around. Sure. Well, why not? Okay. You know, All I, right. I, and what if What if something happens at Wegmans and I miss it? What if something happens to, at Wegmans? Okay. Akiva, are you Are you good to go right into the the mailbag? I I am good. Okay. I'm good. All right. So then let, that um. So just from a production standpoint, it is very hard for us to stop down and pause. So oh, I thought you were like I thought that was um uh rhetorical. Yeah. How about yeah. this? You're gonna yeah. ask Josh. What song he wants to play? Okay. I'm gonna run and pee. Okay, <laughs> yeah, and, and I'll be back by the time the song's and over. I, if, if I Josh, envy you because I would have to. Long I, I, I would have to abandon my post to go. I know. And, uh, I, well, use we'll the bathroom, watch it. So. We'll watch your computer if you yeah. want. Turn your turn your camera on. I'll watch. I'll watch the computer. Well, it'll I'll be funny story. Yeah. Oh no 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 no. Oh yeah, I should have phrased that differently. Yeah, that's gonna be on out of context. All right. So so yeah. How about this, Akiva? You you run. Everybody will listen to the mailbag song, and then we'll we'll then jump back in. Okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's the remix jingle. Time for another. Just like the sequel to How I Met Your Mother. Robin Kiwi need a podcast. It's pretty established. Could have any guest like Tiffany Radish. They could take the podcast too. Great heights appearing on set. Myers, the king of late night. You've given me and Phil hours of laughs. Because we know that you watched the whole two hours of cats. What? I can't believe how painful it is. I really, really wish that you were taking the piss. That means joking around. That's just British slang. Just spin. Wheel as fast and furious as you can uh, It's sublime I'm running out of things to say When I'm writing these lines My name's Jack Fox But I think that it's time To pass the mic to Phil T This spins a rhyme Go ahead Okay, okay It's Phil and Jack Fox Robin Kiwi got game Got games like Jack Fox It's Robin Akiva need a Bing, bang Robin Akiva need a Bing, bang So now it's me, Phil T So pull up a chair And listen to Akiva Talk about how he picked up a spare Come to Robin Akiva for barrels of banter, not Lizzie McGuire, but I'm cuffing a wanker. If you don't go and leave a five-star review, you can catch these hands back to Timbuktu. Watching F3F7 on HBO. If you hate, then it's L plus ratio. They've gone and watched Seinfeld. They've yet to watch Scom talking to my two dads. Well, where's my mom? Where's my mom, dads? 
Dads. Dads, where's my mom? All right, Josh. Uh, here we go. It's uh, mailbag one seventy nine. Uh, fun, fun talking. Uh, I, I'm so glad that I got the chance to talk with you about yes. Face Off because I would. Uh, I, I, there's no, there's nobody else that I would have rather uh, had this discussion of Face Off with. Oh yeah, truly my pleasure. Uh, when when Akiva mentioned this to me, I, like, you responded said, instantly. Yeah, I responded immediately, and I believe uh, he said like you'd come on to talk about Face Off, right? I was like, obviously, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like anytime, anytime you want to talk about uh, Face Off. No, I believe I just said, yup, when? <laughs> that was my question. When? Yeah, I'm a, and he's like, are you available? And if I wasn't available, I was going to make myself available. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that, well, um, Josh, do you have any ideas for oh, Renap pitches? God, right. I'm supposed to come with some of those, huh? You don't have to. Yeah. Um, man, I mean, I really... Yeah. My idea, like, we can't really do now. Uh, my idea was, like, let's uh, say that this is a face-off podcast, and instead it's, like, Rob uh, raids Wegmans. Uh, I say I don't want to raid Wegmans. Yeah, raid is the wrong word. I think uh, shop. I'm too old to be, like, uh, getting into trouble. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm, like, yeah. embarrassed if somebody has to, like, go. When you're a kid, it's like, you know, uh, you're just, like, a hooligan. And now, yeah. I don't know. Like yeah. a, I, I don't even want to say the words. Uh, you know. Yeah, Rob is yeah. A, Robin. Robin Akiva or hooligans is just a great name for an episode. I don't know what that. No, I'm too old to be a, a hooligan. Uh, like, like a, what are we? What's yeah. the who though? Is it yeah. Like Doctor Who? Guess who? Oh no, oh. no! I already uh, tossed out Guess Who once. Guess Who once upon a time. Ooh, yeah, I, yeah. We so call we. it Guess Who. That would have been. Yeah, good. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh, yeah. we haven't talked about well, what are you working on these days? Uh, I'm doing uh, lots of uh, podcasts over at Post Show Recaps. There's a ton of television on right now. Rob, we had you on the Better Call Saul podcast yes. a few weeks ago. That was super fun. We had Dr. Christian Hubicki on. Yeah, the Better I enjoyed Call that Saul one podcast. a lot also. Really fun. Uh, and we're in a couple more weeks of a layoff before Better Call Saul returns for the second half of its final season. But we're still doing off-season pods. Um, Westworld is right around the corner. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have a really big, uh, lots of fun Westworld podcast stuff. It's myself, Mike Bloom, and Joe Garfine. Yeah. Uh, Akiva, you don't ever watch there. Westworld, right? No, I way. have never seen it. Yeah, no I chance. have never yeah, seen no it. No chance. No chance. Yeah. Um, Mike and I are talking about Stranger Things. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, Akiva, you watch that? I don't, although my daughter. My 13-year-old says their favorite show of all time. Season four is really good. Uh, season four is like very clearly the second best season of the show. And like uh, it's really not close. And I, I would understand people's arguments of like, oh, I think this might be my favorite season. This is really good. And it's super long, mm-hmm. uh, which is a, a little bit of a thing and maybe would hold it back for me a bit. And also season one is just kind of iconic. But season four has been really fun. And Mike and I have had a good time uh, talking about that. Yeah. Um, Gotta start getting my my head into the Westeros space because uh, mm-hmm. uh, the Game of Thrones franchise returns oh, later yeah. this summer with the mm-hmm. House of the Dragon. Well, Rob, did you, about this? Well, you I, say it's two like, months yeah, before the podcast. I, yeah, you, I, you start getting ready for it. Josh yeah. is what you're saying. It yeah. gets ready. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but uh, interestingly, I, I did see the news item yes. about uh, in development. I, I would love to he- also get uh, Akiva's thought on this about mm-hmm. that there is apparently a Jon Snow follow-up show in production over at HBO. That's the word on the street is that it's in development with Kit Harrington attached. 
this was a report from James Hibbard at The Hollywood Reporter, previously of Entertainment Weekly, who is a oh. journalist who has been in the past multiple times embedded on the Game of Thrones set. He's written a book about Game of Thrones from behind the scenes with interviews with like everybody you would want to hear from on the Game of Thrones side of things. So this dude's plugged in. So if James Hibbard is reporting that there is a Jon Snow show in development, then it's at the very least in development. Uh, whether or not it actually happens is a completely separate thing. Um, I'm like, I'm not going to be the guy out here who's like, I don't want to watch a Jon Snow show. If they're going to make it, and if Kit Harrington decides what he wants to do with his life after a few years away from this, is pick up the sword again and get back on a horse yeah. and constantly say, I don't want it, then do that. Do that with your life. That sounds great. And if you want to film that and you want to put it on a, on an HBO Max or another streaming service, if HBO yeah. Max isn't here by the time that the show comes out, then I'll watch it. And I'll be very happy to podcast about it as well. I'm excited for this. I don't think where how much lower can they go? You know, mm -hmm. the, with the reputation of the final season of the show, they already hit the bottom. What's beneath mm -hmm. that? Yeah. I'd like to find out. I did, I did just get what uh, uh, be. What's beneath uh, it? I did just get uh, a, some side eye from oh, uh, oh no. from some from uh, somebody an employee who was, uh, or, a, or yeah, a work. Yeah, one of the guys uh, with the carts definitely. But we talked about this with uh, Melissa McCarthy last week. Uh, Josh, last week, keep an eye. You watch had every Melissa McCarthy of... on the podcast? No, no, mm -hmm. no. But we, but in regards to Melissa McCarthy, uh, she's doing a new show for HGTV where she's uh, her and her friend are renovating houses. Um, did she did? Is this Kit Harrington's uh, choice, do you think, Akiva? Or do you feel like that there were not a ton of other options out there? I think it's, you know, they see the what's out there and they come back and mm -hmm. someone offers them a bag and it's like, why not? You know, here's what's happening with Kit Harrington. Kit Harrington has uh, has been enlisted in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He will be playing. Oh. Uh, he is playing. He's been seen in a movie. He was in the Eternals. He plays a character named Dane Whitman, uh, mm. who in Marvel is just Eternals. You know, in, we're not. In, you know, in Marvel Comics, this is a mm -hmm. dude who is like a sword swinging superhero. Kit Harrington just wants to be in things where he gets to swing a sword. That's fine. That's what he wants. That's yeah. what he wants to do, and I'm sure that they're backing up a ton of money. Uh, they threw him the, the bag. Yeah, like, you know, take that. Enrich your life. Go mm -hmm. do something that makes you happy and that is like you could just hop off, uh, you know, you could dust off the boots, you can get back on the horse, you know, bring out the CGI ghost and you're back in action. This feels like fits like a glove no-brainer stuff for Kit Harrington. Uh, this is, from Kit Harrington's perspective, I feel like this is this is a great, uh, great development in his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, Akiva, will this get you back in? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'm going to watch the first episode of the new Game of Thrones. I'm not like committed to watching the whole thing, but I'm I'm back for the ride, and I don't mind if you know if you don't have to watch any of this stuff. So if you're mad that they have nine shows in in the in the works, like I, I'm not a Star Wars guy, but I know there's like 30 Star Wars shows in the works, right? Yeah. And like mm -hmm. I'm sure the Star Wars people love them, and some are probably terrible, and some are very good, and you know who cares? Like I, I don't, I, I you know, of course you wish like. Not everything would just be like previous IP in Hollywood, but as as you know, it's better to have some shows than no shows of this world that you people used to really love. Listen, I'll tell you what, no shows recaps would be a very different podcast, and I don't mm -hmm. want to think about it. I don't want to think about what that world looks mm -hmm. like. I don't like that world at all. Uh, so I agree with everything Akiva's just said. Okay. Akiva, what do you have? I can't play the sound effects uh, today, unfortunately, but of course, the listeners have submitted ideas. I'm, I'm hoping. 
Yes, the listeners have submitted okay. ideas. Poof. That was a pregnant we had... pause. I was worried for a second that <laughs> no had listeners no... had ideas. Yeah. If we had no listener ideas, yeah, that would be it would mm-hmm. be a, a sad week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What do you got? Okay. We have Sam from San Diego. That should really just be Sam Diego. We should just definitely you can change Sam that Diego. Uh-huh. Yeah, Sam Diego. His yeah. idea is called It's Karate Time. It's Karate Time. He says Robin Akiva watch both the Karate Kid movie and the remake with Jaden uh, Smith and Jackie Chan. Imagine this would lead to some hilarious comparisons between the two. Robin Akiva could also discuss other aspects of the Karate Kid cinematic universe, like the Netflix show Cobra Kai, or even being a karate expert at one point. Well, I don't know how much we would know about being a karate expert unless we became karate experts just for this one podcast. But uh, would you want to watch the original and the remake of the Karate yeah. Kid? So, okay, now, Josh, I know that you have most re- uh, recently in the Karate Kid uh, universe uh, podcast about Cobra Kai. Yes. It feels like um, that uh, very much like that we are like uh, picking uh, some like, very specific uh, parts of this uh, IP of only the original Karate Kid and the remake of the Karate Kid. I do no think, next yeah. Karate Kid. Right. No sequels. Yeah, I feel like if you're if you're wading into Karate Kid territory right now, I'm not entirely sure why you aren't focusing on Cobra Kai. It's relevant. Yeah. It's popular. It's easily accessible on Netflix. It's super bingeable. Uh, so I don't know that I love Robin Akiva doing karate unless Cobra Kai is like a big anchor. If we're if we're attaching Robin Akiva do karate to mm-hmm. the Karate Kid franchise uh, as like an immovable part of the premise. If that's a yeah. movable part of the premise, and instead it's like Robin Akiva go and take a karate lesson and report back, uh, I'm probably more in on that. Idea. Oh, yeah, Akiva. What if at the next uh, Renap live event, you and I both get like private instruction in karate and then have a match? Yeah, mm-hmm. me and you have a match. Yes. Yeah, I thought you were going to say if we beat up all the listeners, like no, like no. Out of a movie. Like, when you send your kid to a karate match, it's not like in the Karate Kid where like somebody's like is like maimed by the end of the match, right? Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. Also, probably don't threaten your listeners with violence, Akiva. I mean, like I know that's all a very loyal they love crop, that sort of thing. But, they know they know. could take us. Yeah, they know yeah. ultimately mm-hmm. if they, they the outnumber show. us. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's way. I mean, like by, by a by lot, a by a lot. Yeah, three mm-hmm. to two is probably like yeah. you know, top odds for you guys. So mm-hmm. that would be true. Yeah, it would yeah, be bad. Yeah. 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 So uh yeah, no karate time yet. And we need to be, you know, if this is a Renat podcast, we need to like uh, you know, it's gotta be forget the mustard, it's karate time. So we yeah, gotta, yeah. you know, figure out some Fair way to play San Diego there. Forgetting mustard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah. uh Robin Akiva take enough karate classes to get yellow belts, which you then called mustard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that mm-hmm. the second belt? I don't know what the ranking is. I have no idea. My son said he wants to switch from like basketball after school to uh, like karate or some sort of martial arts, self defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe I'll get him a yellow belt. I don't know. Okay. okay. All right. Well, what's uh, next, Akiva? This is from Marky Mark. Okay. Oh, best supporting actor yeah. in the alternate mm-hmm. universe. Mm-hmm. Says uh, Robin oh, Akiva are keeping up, or Robin Akiva can't keep up. Okay. Uh, he, he says Robin Akiva famously don't know much about the Kardashian Jenner family. I don't know if that's really true. Uh, in this episode, I, I, no lies detected. Mm-hmm. In this episode of Kardashian Junkie, in parentheses, he says, "TikTok Nicole." First of all, I don't think she's a Kardashian junkie at all. Yeah, too classy for that. She's p- very classy. She is. She's cl- too classy for that. Uh, we'll come on and educate Robin Keevan, all the members of the family and their TV shows. After learning about them, RNA 
play games about them. Example, quiz to try and guess real fake headlines that the Kardashian-Jenner family has made. Try to guess which Kardashian made a certain headline. Yeah, you said that already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't critique the email. I already said we're going to freaking kick all our listeners' butts. Like, uh, just critiquing the emails is nothing. <laughs> okay. Um, a Kardashian is, is the Kardashians. Are they active on uh, Hulu right now? I believe. I think so. they. I think yes. I think they're 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 maybe finishing their first season or something. But yeah. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. Um. Yeah. I would only do it if uh, Mess Magnets uh, could be on with us. That's fun. That's fun. Yeah, I think they hate the Kardashians. I, I could be wrong. Well, they, I don't, don't want to worry them. Like, they keep uh, like up with them much breaker. more they than we do. Them. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's not hard. Yeah, yeah. We keep up with everything. Yeah, yeah. If the mess magnets have uh, have like a good way, we could tackle this because there's so much. I mean, there's like twenty seasons, and now the trying new show to approach the Kardashians would be like trying like uh like without like going back to previous Kardashian material would be like trying to like understand Avengers Endgame without having seen previous Marvel movies. It's a vast mm-hmm. universe that you're talking about. I mean, here. we could watch like season three, episode seven of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, and yeah. then watch like, the new show and see what's up. That's probably like it's a simpler idea. It's more easily tenable. Mm-hmm. You would have a lot of questions. You could bring some Kardashian experts in who could like answer your questions about why is Scott Disick like this? Uh, you know, like questions like that along the way. I think it's not a terrible idea if you were to do one episode of like keeping up with the Kardashians, season three, episode seven, a totally different time in their lives. Could be interesting. Can I okay. can I lodge a complaint about the mess magnets? Right. Um do not no represent way. the opinions of robin akiva need a podcast rob yeah. has a podcast tribe post show recaps, yeah, josh, post show wiggler. recaps josh wiggler no way <laughs> yeah yes. all right listen i'm not afraid i like i already said i'm learning karate yeah, no one's gonna beat me up anymore <laughs> um yeah no i told when chris was starting the podcast i said you have to call the listeners the messy bitches they call them the messengers Maybe uh, they didn't want to throw the like, B word around. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. But I thought it was like a funny thing. <laughs> they're, anyway, they're not, not real as free with it as you are. Oh yeah. my god! <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we can't edit this episode, guys. So yeah. anyway, no, <laughs> love it. very, very good episode this week of the of the mess magnets. I listened <laughs> this week. Excellent episode. <laughs> uh, okay, so interesting. Uh, so I, I do some uh something to report from Doctor Mike. Oh, I thought okay, you were okay. going to say from Wegmans, from like the guy who side No, 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 no. They, yet, they sort of like yet. left me alone. Um, like, so what's doing here for like two hours, just like yeah. talking on yeah. The okay, side so um, I can give you um, a you know independent survey of uh, Wegmans customers coming in masked or unmasked. Oh, mm. interesting. Yeah. yeah, I don't think yeah. my heart can take it. I don't okay. know. Okay. I mean, we're, I mean, I'm, I'm outside in the parking lot also. Sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I only, you know, I don't know what, what they do. Maybe they get in the store and they put the mask on. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Dr. Mike says that he actually listened to the last Renap, uh, extra, wow. extra. And he said it was, it, it was very funny, really funny. He said, we love you, Dr. Mike. I love Dr. Mike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always, I always said that. Okay. So yeah. he has he no said, thoughts on face off. He said, of all the possible news, I, I asked him, do you think they also switch their lower bodies? Yes. <laughs> um, and I said, and he said, of, of all the possible news AF questions and subjects, he doesn't even know it's for Renap. This is the one. I don't think so. Do you? Do you think it's possible that he, uh, when he said, I listened to the la- last Renap, he asked, actually meant the last news AF? 
Well, he likes News AF also. I, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't think he likes the Survivor content as much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, so, with, um, listen, if Dr. Mike doesn't, doesn't think, think so. so. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess, um, yeah, I guess my questions were going to be, if he doesn't even think it happened, then, uh, I guess, uh, I don't have, can't ask him any questions about, uh, the procedure. Okay. Yeah. I think we've, I think we covered it fairly comprehensively. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, right. this is from, uh, John John. Oh, okay. John John. It's What's called Renap, Renap from the Block. I think we could work on the title. He says, Robin Akiva looked at the works of Jennifer Lopez and they watched <sighs> for some of her movies. Selena, what? marry me home. I just initially thought that the idea was that Rob and Akiva were going to go through like their lists of people on Twitter and live block people. Oh, that would be fun uh, too. Oh, oh, interesting. Yeah, and like you could like block, like you could block a bunch of people. Like you could have fun with this. Where you could block? You could like do a live block, a live block of people who will never know that you blocked them. So like uber famous people, and you just block them on Twitter. Mm -hmm. You know why I blocked the second they joined Twitter, Josh? Who? Who? Derek Jeter, the second he joined. Oh, yes. Yes. It's the block. I'm not, I listen, I don't want to, I don't want anything to do with whatever Jeter's got going on. Robin Akiva block Twitter, I think, is a fun idea. Mm -hmm. Now, I did just watch on Nothing But Netflix this week uh, the J Lo documentary halftime that was Mm -hmm. talked about on last week's uh, Robin Akiva R Extra. Uh, Chappelle and I were joined by uh, Dr. Amanda Rabinowitz, of course, of uh, Post Show Recaps fame. Yeah. to uh, talk about halftime. She's a big J-Lo stand. That was a very fun podcast. And, and Akiva, it was much more about, it was not only about the halftime show. It was much more about the life of J-Lo at 50, looking back mm-hmm. against the backdrop of ah, so she's in the halftime of her life. Halftime show. Is that why yes. they like put a slash between the half and the time and the title? Half, so people wouldn't yes. think it was about you wouldn't, be, you wouldn't be confused. Part of the face-off yeah. franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's funny. And uh, um, was it good? But, recommended? Um, it was a little bit like state-run media uh, of J Lo, but uh, it was interesting. Mm-hmm. A little long. Could have got like down to an hour. J Lo state-run media. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, interesting look back at uh, you know J Lo's uh, perspective on J Lo. But that being said, um, so are we doing anything with uh, the, the the blocking idea? I feel like uh, it, you know sounds fun i don't know if there's a podcast of block uh, of blocking people i don't think so yeah i think it'd be fun to like block jennifer lopez on a podcast mm, should we block celebrities that's, that's, a, not yeah, that's what yeah. i would say is like i think you like you you punch up uh you block up <laughs> yeah i think well no josh do. we're the, but our our thing right now we are looking to give uh find a celebrity to give a lifetime achievement award too. Mm-hmm. So I don't okay. want to like start smoke with any celebrities. So, yeah, because then yeah, if we give it to like Mark Paul Gosler and then it's like, hey, I'm friends with uh you yeah, know right. Yeah, like know. oh those guys uh, why yeah, those guys have a bad reputation of mm-hmm. blocking uh, famous people. Yeah, I don't know though. I mean like anything that you do in life is gonna come with the kind of risk that it's gonna get back to Mark Paul Gosler. So like I don't feel mm-hmm. like blocking famous people is necessarily protecting you from like needing to cozy up with Zach Morris in the future. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well we're cowards ultimately. You know, we're Peace we don't off wanna... with Zach Morris and uh AC Slater. Oh my That'd god, that's gonna be the Saved by the Bell fan fiction that I'm gonna write later yeah. on tonight. Or the slash fiction <laughs> given the slash in face off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay, because uh, yeah. Um because yeah, oh there I mean there's the my mind is racing already. Yeah, okay, I bet yeah. it is. Okay. Yeah. All right. By the way, uh, uh-huh. number four. 
this number four. It's it's a uh, Robin Akiva count to one million. She says Robin Akiva spend the whole episode just counting to a million. I think that would take longer than one podcast. Way more, episode. way yeah. more than way more. I mean, a million is tough, but I do think Robin Akiva count as far as they possibly can. Uh, mm-hmm. Would would be among the most listened to podcasts in the entirety of the Rob has a podcast. You think apparatus. so? I, I feel like yeah. that it would. I, mean, I, think, I would shut it I off think, immediately, or no, or like no. roll to the very end. I think that you, you would put. Um, I think you would you, you would put scoots on the ropes. Uh, like I think that like this would be an incredible sleep podcast. Is like oh. Rob and Akiva are counting as far mm. as they possibly can, or even a countdown if you would rather do it there. Yeah. Uh, and there would be a lot of people that would like regularly listen to that as they fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Countdown from a thousand might be uh, mm-hmm. something. It'd be different. It'd be kind of avant garde, yeah. sort of like Face Off 2 might be. Yeah. All right. Maybe this is, let's put that in the wheel waiting room. <laughs> counting yeah. down? I think we would stress people out if we only count to a thousand because what if we get to a thousand and they're not asleep? That's yeah. depressing, right? But it count down. Yeah. That's right. That's why you yeah. started. What if we get to zero? That are we going to negatives? Then should we start from five thousand? No, I, I, I mean, know. like, how, how do we know if the people are asleep or not? That's, you go to negatives you know, in for the, them. In the it's sequel. like depressing. Negatives in the sequel. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, Josh, I do think that it could be very popular. Like, I, I watch a white noise. I have, yeah. I have a fan noise video that I watch on YouTube or I listen to uh, when, when I nap. Yeah. When I mm-hmm. nap, uh, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, boy, this video has thirty-eight million views. Um, have you ever done uh, Rob and Akiva take a nap? Like, put the nap in Renap before? Put the nap in Renap? Now, what do we do there? Are we you napping sleep. or are we putting people to sleep? You sleep. You sleep. Yeah. Mm. You just sleep on the podcast. Hmm. In the pot, like, you sleep talk. And so the sleep talking uh, does, like, the traditional So maybe, like, this, like uh, does somebody, like, tag in? Like, I start the podcast with Akiva, and then somebody else, like, a guest comes in, and then I go yeah. take a nap. And, and then, then, like, honor system, or we could do live cam if we want. Yeah. Like, we make sure that you are asleep, I mean, and whoever wakes up first loses. I take extremely, like, quick naps. Yeah, you're like, a fast uh, nap. Like, I, know. Uh, like yeah. I, I nap in, like, 12 minutes. Like, yeah, uh, you know, I basically, through. like... You know, close my eyes and then, uh, like, you know, wake up a couple minutes later. Only for a moment. And then the moment's yeah. gone. Yeah. Keeper, are you a napper? Yeah. I took a long nap today. Uh, long how long? Every, yeah, so every you're, Saturday. You're like deep napper. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Every Saturday, I take a very long nap. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know if there's too much excitement there for the listeners. Yeah. I don't think so. Okay. Was that four or five, Akiva? That was four. Here's the okay. last one. Well, the Bravo mechanism. This is from John. One John, not John John. One John says, Robin Akiva watched three episodes of randomly selected Bravo shows like Real Housewives, not Top Chef, the reality stuff. Each time the mechanism is used, he watched four Bravo shows. Sorry. He wants us to watch Bravo. Robin Akiva. Haven't we done Bravo. this? Have we? Feels this, like it. This what, feels, like what shows did we watch? This feels like if I were yeah. um, writing a movie and Renap was like a part of the movie universe, like you know how they'll get like uh, like a news anchor to appear in like For All Mankind or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yes. I feel like the the like the fictional Renap episode would probably be this. It's like yeah, generic one. You're saying yeah. a bag veto and and uh, scrap this idea and hear another one. I didn't know you had a mailbag veto. Yeah, I just invented that, but I think I should get one. <laughs> okay, every week. Wow. Is this every wait, week? All right, fine. Yeah, that's fine with me. Seventy-nine episodes into Renap. Is this the first time you're talking about a veto in the mailbag? That's a mailbag veto. Yeah, no way, no way, yeah, no way. 
Yeah. A lot of people card. want to go to Omaha, by the way. I won't I won't use it as a full idea, but a lot of people have ideas for Omaha. Mm-hmm. Josh, we want to send listeners. Meet me in the middle. We're going to send listeners right. from all over the country to meet in the middle of the country in Omaha, Nebraska. People are willing to go more than you'd think. The you, question is, you what should we have them do there? Meet me in the middle for a very long time. We were yeah, about to do it yeah. right before COVID. So then yeah. what should we have people do? Uh, once they meet in the middle? Yeah. yeah. Like, what should be the shtick? Like, what's the episode of the of the podcast? How about, the, should, could it be um, M-E-A-T, meet me in the middle? Uh, and maybe, you meet at a Wegmans? Yeah. Uh, like, or like, you know, a butcher. Yeah, the deli counter again, mm-hmm. but be careful with what you order. Yeah, you know, you go to an Arby's. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they have the meats. Mm, they do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is there? Let me hold on. Is there an Arby's in Omaha? I bet there's many. You could mm-hmm. have Mike they, and Liana they say come out. An Arby's you on every corner in Omaha. Hmm. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So there's one on Seventy Second Street in Omaha. There's a couple. I guess mm-hmm. I don't know Omaha very well. Oh, I'm envisioning that there is an Arby's on every corner. Yeah, there mm-hmm. is. There is. Yeah. Famous. Yeah. All right. Number five. Number five. Uh, this is from Giovanni. He says, Robin Akiva are hacks at life. Robin Akiva explained their life hacks. loaded with Arby's, I just yeah, want to say. Yeah. yeah. They've got Robin the Akiva explained their life hacks to the audience. You get a lot of feedback on Twitter. I want to combine this life hacks with vital information. What if we get Lori Beth Denberg on? Chappelle and oh, Lori Beth my. Denberg. God, and then we have the four of us, and then we, you know, the listeners give us some vital life hacks, or or uh, this is going back to um, that all was that. Uh, that all that was the segment, uh, or life all hacks, that, segment. yeah, yeah, all that. Hmm. Going back to all that, I think we could get Lori Desk, Lori Beth. People ask her questions. Her her th- her website is asklorybeth.com. She likes being okay. asked questions. Um, I I say let's let's give it a shot. Yeah, I'd do it. Chappelle be in. If you get Lori uh, Beth Denberg on the podcast, that would be a very exciting moment. Yeah. I agree. The only thing is, with any sort of celebrity or anybody, like it's weird to ask people outside, like the little Renapaverse here, yeah. uh, to come on our podcast because, like, hey, it might be next week. It might be a random Saturday in like February 2024. You know, right, well, let's wheel. If she's into it, let's wheel jam it. Okay, fine. So let's let's yeah. you know put it on tentatively. We'll have Chappelle or someone who's in touch with her reach out, and you know we could at least record it. Is Chappelle in touch with her? He might be. I think they. I think she. There was a lot. A lot of people got ca- Chappelle cameos for Lori Beth, so they okay. might be in contact. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. All right. Wait. Gabe, they, you, they got Chappelle cameos for Lori Beth, so they got yeah. ca- uh, cameos from Chappelle to give to Lori Beth. No, 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 it's the other okay. way. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about what's on the wheel for episode mm-hmm. number. This is one seventy nine. Yeah. So one eighty next week. Oh, okay. well, should we watch Coach's movie one eighty? <laughs> Not a bad idea. Yeah. yeah. We'll you can do on. a full one eighty and just uh, you know completely complete reverse the face course. Renap, especially mm-hmm. after a face off. Like, what does yeah. Renap look like with the face off? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should we sort of brainstorm that idea of uh, Robin Akiva pull a one eighty? Yeah. What if it's not Robin Akiva need a podcast, but Robin Akiva want a podcast? Want a podcast. Mm, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or, <laughs> hmm, podcast a need. Yeah. Robin Akiva. Yeah. Panar. Even Rob, even. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. All right. 
Yeah, um, do everything in reverse. Do the mailbag first. What if uh, we pitch the ideas and the listeners yes, decide? Yeah, you do that. Like you just told. Oh, interesting. Maybe that should, should we have a one eighty mailbag next week where we come in with all the ideas and yes. then the listeners tell us uh, they vote up or down right. on what should go Good on the idea. Wheel. I like it. Okay. And, I like and it. then right. you, you start with uh, the mailbag and then you finish with whatever the concept of the episode was. Mm, we've tried that before. People, people yeah. don't like it as oh, much. We do, like have one, okay. we do have one episode on the wheel where we have to do that already. So it is a good oh, idea. Yeah. Oh, okay. that would work out. Okay. All right. Season three, episode seven. Uh, I do not have access to the fishbowl right now. All right. I'll oh. figure it out. Coin flip, crappy movie diaper, guest choice, the 2022 hot takeoff. Mm hmm. Oops, all mailbag, listener choice. I literally just told you uh, that yep. would be that one. Um, we have the watch a Bollywood movie with Sasha Joseph, uh, Renapper's Gone Wild. That's where Josh, uh, the we're gonna assign like book reports to our listeners of every conceivable uh piece of media, piece of media. that has the word yeah. wild in the title. Okay, movie Wild Things. Yeah, if oh, you want, wow. if you want to call Body Wild Things, Josh. Uh, no, I'm good. I'll keep that okay. one private. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Robert, if you need a new catchphrase. Uh, yep. Robin Akiva hit rock bottom where we're going to watch the two worst movies uh, from The Rock. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Air Buds also from the summer of 1997. Wow. Uh, Robin Akiva are unhinged where we're going to punch up people's hinge profiles. Okay. Uh, the naming convention where we're going to uh, try to n- help people name things. Uh, Robin Akiva named that tune. Transform X. Uh, Josh, finally, we will watch all of the Transformers movies on 4X. Oh, that's fun. Okay. Um, that's gonna be, that's, that's gonna be terrible. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Who knows? I, I mean, um, great I can, for the listeners. I can see the future and it's not, uh, you say the yeah. podcast is gonna be terrible or watching no, the podcast movies? is gonna be great. Watching Transformers <laughs> on four speed is gonna be, um, unintelligible. I mean, I'd rather watch it on four than on one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You may as yeah. well not. You may as well not watch it at all. Uh, mm-hmm. none of it's gonna, I mean, listen, you could watch it on one speed and none of it's gonna make sense. Either. More <laughs> than meets the eye. Yeah. <laughs> four I mean, than meets the eye. Watch the, oh, that's what you have to remember to say. Four than meets the eye. Yep. Yeah. Four X. Transform X. 4X meets the eye, as in, like, mm-hmm. it meets me. For, yeah. I'm the yes. eye. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Then, the lying episode. Uh, mm-hmm. Robin Akiva face off. We just, we just did that. And did the that. Wheel of Podcasters do not have access to that. Akiva said he was going to work on that this week. I got a wheel. I got a wheel of podcasters. Josh, <laughs> you know the trick about the Wheel of Podcasters? No. So basically, Wheel of Podcasters, it's just a mechanism. It's not, night, it's not a full episode. It's if the, it comes up Wheel of Podcasters, we spin the Wheel of Podcasters. And then it'll say like, you know, uh, Sasha Joseph and um, uh, Matt Scott. And it's like, if they come up, they're the guest automatically on the next week's on that week's episode. Oh, that's fun. And Rob's fear was like, what if someone's not on the wheel? They'll get offended. Right. Right. And so here's here's the trick. This is why I went to show business school. You don't tell anybody who's on the wheel. Right. Never tell now, First off, my, my fear, my concern, Josh, was that you're going to have a wheel of podcasters and then <laughs> nobody's ever going to be available the week that they come up on the wheel. Uh, uh, my yeah. idea was lifetime ban from RGP with Rob Nick. Yeah. <laughs> oh. that, that was my concern. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Uh, I think, yeah, I think I would probably just say, oh, well, I spun the wheel and Sasha came up and I would just be like, uh, there was no wheel spin and I just want Sasha on the podcast. Mm, so mm-hmm. I should trick people. Yeah. 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 Trick yeah, people. Sorry, Karen. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Here we go. Uh, you will not be able to hear the wheel sound effect, so I will uh, just give it to you, uh, my rendition mm-hmm. of it. Okay? Please. Here we go. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> that is and what it sounds like. Now he's farting at the Wegmans. Listener's choice. Is a listener's choice. Oh wow! So First now one to in a while. The wheel three more times mm-hmm. for episode number one eighty. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Listener's choice. Spin number one. <laughs> it's a nightmare. This is bad noise. Wheel of podcasters. <laughs> that's that's oh, wow. a mechanism. Yeah, it's so that's strange. The Sasha Joseph just came up. Yeah, yeah. I don't right. even so, know. That can't, know that, can, that can't be on the wheel. That can't be on the wheel. Okay. I agree. All right, let's yeah, go back to the thing. spin again. Okay. Hmm? In theory, <laughs> now that should be in one of these, all Stop. these. I don't know. Oh, no, that's in this one. Naming convention. one. All right, so in the naming convention, the wheel of podcasters is on. If the naming convention gets picked, the wheel of podcasters is applicable. No, just just uh, put the name the wheel of podcasters aside. Okay, fine. Naming convention, we're naming stuff. Number fine. one. Number nah, one. I think it's got a tough road to hoe. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. Spin number two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> number two is road. God. Oops! All mailbag. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Yep. Oops! All mailbag. And. Number three. Uh, oops, so maybe it's gonna be tough if it's gonna be us coming up with all these great ideas. Oh no, that's, right. we really we played that's, ourselves. That's yeah, gonna be. I would come up with a hundred mailbag yeah. ideas. I would highly encourage <laughs> the listeners no, to vote for, for it. Yeah, yeah. Thumb on the scale. Yeah, been hoisted by our own petard tonight. <laughs> yeah, all right. Again. Number uh-huh. three. Rob gave us a knife and freaking got stabbed by it. <laughs> God. What are the people at Wegmans thinking? Oh, the crappy movie diaper. Okay. (laughs) That's appropriate. Crappy movie diaper. (laughs) Crappy movie diaper. All right, Josh, pick a number between one and six. Uh, Four. We get a Bernie's two. No. Okay. Okay. Okay, so we got We get a Bernie's two. (laughs) Oops, all mailbag. Yeah. Has nothing ever won a poll before? Um, How come Mm -hmm. polls are three and not four, by the way? (laughs) Yeah. How come, um, how come polls are three I mean, and four? That's more multiple choice, I think. Yeah, I guess because you um, can have four options right. on the Twitter poll. So you got the you got those options, okay? Well, it's going to be Oop, and we can have Bernie's too. Okay, all right. I'll say not real, not a real favorite out there. I, I mean, no, they'll be good. I'm just saying none a of them are field, like locked maybe. in. I, that's no, not what no. I'm saying. That's not, I, well, usually we when we do the listener's choice, it's like there's one that's like, all right, we we know what the is going to be an obvious runaway. Mm-hmm. You know, it's gonna it, the the poll is gonna be like you know you know seventy twenty ten. Yeah, here it could be anything. Yeah. Okay, I if would, the trolls I, want, we could do oops all mailbag, but that would be what if it's oops all mailbag, but then the mailbag is us pitching mailbag. I think so. It's I like them gonna, and then us. It's gonna be a okay. shutout. I like that. I like I think, that. I think uh, weekend at Bernie's two is getting shut out. I think it's you don't a, think it's getting any votes. I think it's naming convention her mailbag is. And You're probably right. You're race. probably right because I think naming okay. con- convention is really fun. Uh, but yeah, that's, I a think, fun, that's a fun podcast. But I think, given what you said, you would do with the mailbag for 180. Like, I feel like uh, that's going to get some momentum for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Yeah, Josh, I know you told us uh, what you're uh, working on in general, but you got anything mm-hmm. uh, big coming up this week? Oh, this week, uh, what do we got going on this week? Uh, probably some naps in the in the vein of Rob Sesternino. I think something Jeez. like that is probably going to happen. Oh, um, do you guys watch uh, Only Murders in the Building? Uh, can I tell you something crazy? Yeah. Most recent hit in the mailbag that came in today. 
hey, you guys should watch Only Murders in the Building. Oh, that's fun. Uh, well, if you end up watching it, let me know. We have a post-show recaps podcast launching really soon because Only mm-hmm. Murders in the Building Can we play two. who the hosts are and Rob and I guess the hosts? Uh, that's kind of fun. That could be good. Draft. Rob, uh-huh. you want first pick or next? Uh, well, what is, what is the show? Only Murders in the Building. It's a Hulu. It's like a comedy? Uh, yeah, Hulu dark comedy, I would say. It's Steve Martin and Martin Short and Selena Gomez, and they oh, are, okay. uh, they are do, they are making a podcast about a murder that occurred in their building and their rule mm. about their podcast, because they're all obsessed with like serial style podcasts, including one that's created by Tina Fey's character in the world of only murders. Uh, that they, uh, their rule is there's, oh, they can only podcast about only murders in the building, nothing outside of the building. Uh, and so season two, we'll see how they're able to do it again. Yeah. Okay. I guess we have to be another murder. Uh-huh. Uh, and so we've got a kickoff show coming later this week just to set the deck for only murders season two. Uh, and you don't want me to reveal who the co-host is? I don't really want to do a draft. I don't I'm really want it. to do a draft. I'm on it. Unless I'm you think it. it's a good idea. Um, Let's see. Is Grace there? Uh, Grace is not on the podcast. It's oh. one other person. It's someone who I've never done a regular podcast with before. Oh, so you're okay. you're one of the people on the show. I'm going to be on this. Yes, I'm yeah, I didn't, on think, the this, only I didn't think this merited a Wiggler appearance. We didn't. Um, know. I, I well, the thing that I'm most excited about is uh, getting the chance. I'm just going to say who it is. Uh, so I'm really excited about this. This is a, a prolific Wandoff artist who I have never podcasted with oh, before. DJ Labelle Klein. Yeah, DJ Labelle Klein. A AKA Caster Troy himself uh, <laughs> shall be the co-host on Only mm. Murders, and we will have a revolving door of guests joining us over the course of the season. Uh, I think uh, Troy and I have to decide which one of us is Steve Martin and who's Martin Short, and then we'll have a rotating cast of Selena Gomez's okay. uh, joining us in the building. Uh, going to be really, really, really fun. Troy's incredible. Uh, he's not just uh, the first ever Wandoff uh, finalist winner. Uh, he's also a very funny, hilarious, insightful person, and I think that the podcast is going to be really, really great. Uh, so when Troy wanted to do a podcast, and this one was the one that was coming up, uh, this was very clearly like, yeah, I'll I'll do only murders. I'll do only murders if I'm doing it with Troy. Uh, so that's the that's the game plan. That's going to kick off this week, uh, and we will uh, we'll have uh, episodic recaps starting. Uh, I think it premieres. June 27th or June 28th, somewhere in that range, the same week that Westworld premieres. So it's going to be a really busy summer. We've got a very busy summer coming up. Some different tonal shifts from Josh Wiggler. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, And all the other stuff is still happening. We're talking Ms. Marvel, not Mrs. Maisel uh, over on the Everything is Super podcast. We're doing. Uh, is there some confusion still? of people like? Uh, oh, it was a thing. It was yeah. a little bit of a thing. Yeah, Bester's little... downloading the Ms. Marvel podcast. Like, hey, where's my uh, 50s stand-up humor talk? There's really just one. There was just one thing that it was a little confusion, but it's all resolved now. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's great. Uh, that's great. So we're okay. Oh, and we're still uh, doing down the hatch. Believe it or not, we're ranking every episode of Lost. Uh, we're getting closer and closer. We're in the top 30 as yeah. of this mm-hmm. week. And then uh, are you done? Are you done with Lost at the end of this, or then, or then there's going to be another thing? I, I heard, and Josh confirm if this is true, that they're going to rank the ranking episodes after this. Yes, uh, they're going to rank I, which episodes. I had the really wish that you didn't say that on the one that we can't edit. Uh, we can't edit this one, mm-hmm. yeah, because you kind of blew it. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, uh, to be determined what happens. Okay, now. TBD. There's some ideas. Cliffhanger. 
There's okay. some ideas, some version of DTH. Hey, listen, that lost IP, in. that's coming back. It, it, is it going to be tomorrow? Because it's nothing's I was being thinking made, about this. It's going to be there soon, before yeah, you know, know it. I don't know if this is actually in Disney's best interests to do more Lost. They've got so much Did they IP. announce something? No, no but it's no, going to happen. Nothing stays. They haven't, though. It's crazy that they haven't. There should have been three Lost spinoffs already yeah you know it's funny that they, sawyer what's he doing he's doing nothing they're already doing the john snow show like it is it is surprising that they haven't tried to do like a sawyer show or a hurley show i do think mm-hmm. like a disney plus version of like doing the obi-wan kenobi for certain lost characters could be fun uh but i don't think they're gonna i don't think that they're gonna do that i think that they'll do some other like wholesale reboot at some point in time i just don't know that they need to is like the thing you know, I mean, they got, don't need to do any of this stuff. Yeah, but they've got so much Star Wars and Marvel and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, other stuff that, like, I don't know that, like, is Lost going to be, like, a big moneymaker? I guess my hot take, and this is coming from someone who loves Lost, obviously, I think that they reboot Lost and it's a dud. Like, it's just, like, a noiseless return. I don't think, like, anyone's paying attention to it. Mm-hmm. There's too much content out there. No one's going to care about, like, especially if it's, like, just, like, a reboot from some random people. No one's going to care. I'll watch it. No one else is going to care. Okay. I think you're underestimating the Losty fans out there. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I think uh, there's, like, too much competing for attention. I don't think that, like, the masses. I think the diehards will check it out. Maybe angrily, too. Uh, but I don't know how much crossover mainstream appeal that, like, ooh, Lost is back. I mean, a bunch okay. of people are like, what's that? Who is that? It's been a long time. This is more mm-hmm. than 10 years at this point. It's been a minute. Okay. Well, maybe, uh, uh, you know, well, I'll tell you offline. I don't, I don't want to put something out okay, into okay, the, okay, the world. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah that you can't edit. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, all right. Akiba, what do you have coming up this week? Um, so on 32 Fans, we had the 499th episode, which was, um, we tried, we decided we're going to try and figure out, because there's no football for two months. Um, the song of the century so far, the best song of the 2000s. We had, uh, yeah, can I, I ask some questions about that? I, yeah, I'm, I'm able to answer all of them. Yes. Okay. First off, um, how is it that you are doing a bracket when it is, let me check my watch, uh, the middle of June. I don't understand. It's not bracket season. Mm-hmm. How are you doing? How, how are you doing a bracket? Well, it wasn't supposed to be a bracket. It's somehow more than the bracket. But- Chester says you could do brackets year round. That's one of his takes. Yeah, and I agree with you. Uh, the music was played for for way, way too long. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know anything uh, about podcasts. Nobody podcast. should listen to me, and nobody ever should listen to my opinions. What do I know? But yeah, yeah, of course. Um, like I, I didn't like put a podcast on to hear uh, like two minutes of a song. Well, to be fair, the the episode is called "Song of the You Know Best Song of the Century." So. Did we you, you sort yeah, of play? Yeah, but if yourself. it's the song, if it's the you know, like mm-hmm. uh, give me like a fifteen second clip. Look, like if, uh, if, I got it. I don't know if, if it's the greatest song of all time. I don't need to hear the song. Turtle can get it done in sixteen seconds. Yeah, you know. Anyway, it was mm-hmm. fun. I think we got nice response from it. Uh, Isaiah at yeah. April Bangers. Came was on there episodes. was there another list? Did, did somebody like why now? Why why the greatest uh, song of the the century now? Um, I thought it was why like a now? funny bit. It we're like almost a quarter way in the century, and also like I'm out of ideas. I don't know. I have two podcasts. We have to come up with three combined ideas every week, or oh, else there's no. no episode. I have two podcasts. Oh, I'm out. You, you, you little podcast. The ideas <laughs> are so hard. <laughs> Survivor. Any TV mm-hmm. recap? It's like, and I have this with New Girl. It's like 
the episode's on, it's over, you mm-hmm. watch it, you talk about it. These yeah. I'm the freaking I'm the content. Yeah. I gotta come yeah. up with I gotta come and up with what to talk Josh, about. He has if three lost, podcasts. Say, he doesn't right, even drive on any of them. Oh, Oh, it's so hard really to drive be asleep in the back seat of my podcast. <laughs> yeah, from what my co-host does the all the heavy seat. lifting. I'm more in the yeah, yeah. Well, well, Ali, Rob, and Chester carry me. <laughs> I want that fan art badly. <laughs> okay, all right. I want, like, and, a, and then, Akiva, sorry, I want you I, on like Akiva. the like the thing that they're hoisting. I want to see that. I think that's great. I interrupted you. Well, what else you've come out this week? I, you know, hopefully NGOG, we will, uh, get to the, uh, between season movies and get back on the, on the, uh, horse there. And then what else? Not much else. I'm really, I, I said to multiple people today, I wish I could hibernate in July and August because like there's so many late nights of football watching coming in September and October, November. Mm-hmm. You need to and like that. you get tired and like I want to like sleep now and then not sleep those. You're like months. a reverse bear. You want to hibernate mm-hmm. in the summer. Yeah, because there's no football, and I'm just like, you know, waiting, you know, like uh, Carrie Underwood things, like waiting all day for Sunday night. But it's like a Sunday night in September, you know. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like, I, I don't know now, what are we supposed to do in the summer. Now, Josh, uh, one thing that we did get a lot of feedback on last week was we asked the listeners of that we had been since we watched season three, episode seven of Doogie Howser, MD. You mm-hmm. know, we had been typing up our diary entries of what did we learn today, right? Mm-hmm. And we said, is anybody even still listening to the podcast? Is this a popular segment? And by popular demand, in our mentions, uh, people said, yes, do it. Now, there was a poll on Reddit, though. Did we perform as well on the poll, Akiva? Yeah, it, wa- it did win. It was the three options were like, yes, it's mid or like, don't do it. <laughs> and yes, one mid had a decent showing, but no, but no, did it didn't didn't really get any business. Yeah. Yeah, but on Twitter it was all positive. It's interesting all, when people which I put the names. I, I, I yeah. do appreciate, like, uh, mm-hmm. like you know, save your most scathing comments for not directly at me. So are mm-hmm. you you're trying to debate whether or not this is going to be a thing that you do now? No, like, but we do. No, we we've been doing it. it. We've been doing it. We want but, to know if we should continue, and I think people yeah. said yes. But you know what? We do the we do the recurring segments for the lovers, not for the people that say uh, mm-hmm. it's mid. So uh, yeah. Akiva, are you ready to talk about what we learned today? Oh, I am. Yes. You want me to go first? Okay. All right. Sure. I don't have the sound effect uh, to be able to. Actually, give me a second. I can, maybe I can bring it up on YouTube on my phone. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Sure. Any, any, anything else you want to plug, Akiva? Mm, not really. I got to go to work in seven hours. Oh, okay. I got to yeah. wake up. Josh, I, I wake up at the crack of dawn. I know you do. Work. I hate that for you. I do. Mm-hmm. I really do. 730. Mm-hmm. You seem to make it work, but gosh. It's, yeah. Do you, do you want to plug your company? <laughs> they would like <laughs> no free ads, baby. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Okay, unbelievable. Uh, hold on, Doogie Hauser blog. Yep. It, it really was. It was. It was a blog, but that wasn't invented yet. Is it just the theme song? Is that what you're looking no, for? No, no. We have a, at the end of the mo- yeah. at the end of every episode. He like types on the yeah. computer right, what he learned. Right. right yeah. Right. Okay. All right. Episode number one seventy nine. Today, I learned that when facing a face-off, it's the face you leave on that you're always facing in the mirror. Wow. What about you, Akiva? (laughs) What I learned today, some people say 
that podcasters all podcast out of their mom's basement. But the best shows are recorded outside of a grocery store in North Carolina. <laughs> well done. Thanks, everybody. Take care. Wow. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.